All right, it is currently Sunday morning in America, 12, 13 hours away from being Football Night in America on NBC, of course. I think Mike Tricko's on the call tonight. Regardless, you're about to listen to part two of the third annual NBA preview show, the special. It's great stuff, really tremendous stuff here. I know what you're going to be saying. Two hours, what's going on here? I have to listen to this for two hours? No, 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 no. 1.2 speed, 1.5 speed, both work great. Although, you know, we talk kind of fast, so maybe 1.2 is better. Um, and, you know, you can just look out your back backyard, you know, look at that snow, just think about life, t- put, put on some CTB, you know, just some great stuff, pass the time, just a wonderful pastime to do. Obviously gets a little bit off the rails towards the end, but it's just part of the CTB charm, in my opinion, just some good old shenanigans going on. Some stuff on Zoom, it's probably worthwhile you don't see. Um, but regardless, great stuff. You know, you can be like, oh, the Suns, the Jazz, oh, the Blazers. There's this much raucous disparity. Um, but the whole thing, we'll put up a graphic as well of the standings and stuff. But thank you for listening to the program. All right, part two here. Hopefully, this, this takes us to within 6.30, not past here. Of course, is Thursday, December 17th, we're saying this. Um, so by the time I get around to edit it, it'll be this weekend. So hopefully, nothing much has changed. Hopefully, there has not been a major injury that has occurred. Um, before we get into the Western Conference, and as Max pointed out, awards as well, um, John and Roe will be quickly giving us their Eastern Conference standings. Can we start at, like the playoffs or like this 15? Oh, 15. wait, oh, you all 15? You, yeah, you idiot. All right, I'll start, I guess. Um, I had the Pistons, Cavs, Magic, Knicks, Hornets, Wizards, Pacers. That's 15 to 9 in order. And then at eight, I had the the Hawks. Um, oh wait, wait, I'm missing somebody. All right, I forget it was a seven. But at six, I had the Bulls, then Sixers, Nets, Heat, um, Celtics, and Bucks. Would you have at seven? Because uh, yeah, I was in. I forgot to change it. You put the Heat at. Oh, you put the Heat twice. Yeah, no, I went to erase the other one. I'm forgetting. Pistons, okay. Cavs, Magic, Knicks, Hornets, Wizards, Pacers as the non-playoff teams. Raptors. Oh, Raptors. So you've Raptors seven? Oh, Raptors seven, yeah. Tampa Bay. Wait, who's your six? The Wizards? That was at a uh, 10. 10? Who's your six? Yeah. Bulls. Where's, uh, where's the Hawks? Eight. Okay. And, and then the Pacers are in the playoffs? They're nine. Like Hawks and Pacers, I saw as like kind of like. Yeah, that's what I see too. All right, John, before you go, because you weren't here, I did uh, predictions for people um and i had so for you i had you pick the wizards over the raptors you would not have the warriors in your playoffs we'll find that out here shortly um and for row bulls in the playoffs and one of sam or row help trey young as their dark horse mvp all right john you're 15 through one Eastern Conference. um should i go 15 to one yep all right uh 15 Knicks, they suck 14 calves they suck 13 bulls they blow even more um <laughs> 13 i got the well, piston. Up, or patty sorry <laughs> 13 uh i got oh wait 15 14, 12 i got the pistons um 11 i got the magic 10 i got the hornets 9 i got the hawks 8 i got the pacers like you said i think those are interchangeable um 7 i have the wizards so yeah uh, us and i didn't do that 6 raptors 5 heat 4 sixers 3 celtics 2 nets 1 bucks so your five through ten are exactly like mine. Um, really? No. Hey, where, no. Hey, where did you have the Sixers? Four. Okay. And Austin, you, the, you didn't have Nets at two. I said my five through ten. Oh. Um, all right. Western Conference here. Let's go through the non-playoff teams um, quick, like more quickly. Um, yeah. 
Should I start? I'll start again. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, number 15. You know, I have the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, you know, I'll, I'll keep it very brief for all these non-playoff teams. Shea Gilgis Alexander, I think he um, will be in the contention for six man of the uh, most improved player of the year. They have Horford, not really much else. Uh, I, I think they have an underrated young core already in the lab. They have draft picks for this year, not much. Okay. Yep. Uh, Sam? I got Kings of 15. They don't really have anything good except for De'Aaron Fox, and they didn't re-sign Giles for some reason, so they're going to be last in the conference. All right. Anthony? Yeah, I have the Kings too. I don't think they're that good. They have Fox and uh, Bagley, but other than that, they're pretty bad. Okay. Max? Yeah, I got the Kings too. Wow. Okay. John? All right. So here, oh, um, I have OKC. Okay. And Roe? Yeah, also the Thunder. I also picked a Thunder. Um, yeah, they have they just a random random team. Um, they got their head coach now is he grew up in Massachusetts, went to uh, Lemonster High School. One note on that, and also the Thunder re they redid their court now Chesapeake Bay Arena. The court does not look intimidating anymore. So tough scene. All right, number fourteen, Bijan. Number fourteen, I have the Sacramento Kings. You know, Fox. Uh, Bijan, who did we have at 15? I had Thunder. Oh, you did too. Okay. Um, Fox, um, good good young point guard. Buddy Heald, you know, shooter. Um, I'm still waiting on Marvin Bagley to be healthy and play well. Not much there. Yep. Sam? Uh, 14, I got the Thunder. Pretty much what everyone's already said. They lose CP3, and I think he's the glue that makes him work. So, 14 seed. Anthony? Yeah, the Thunder. I think they lost their best player. He's a good leader, and I think that'll hurt them. Yeah, they lost almost – they lost, like, four out of their top six guys or something. All right, Matt. Best player, thanks. Yeah, they lost Steve. I think he's their best player. I think Chris Paul is who's, who's their best player? SGA. Okay. I don't think so. No, no, no. Mm. All right, I said Thunder, and they lost everybody. I mean, they got Al Horker, but that's it. So. Yep. That's it. Oh. Did you say me? Yes, you're 14. I have the, I have the Kings at 14. Bro? Yeah, also the Kings. I think not getting Harry Giles was a bad move. I think he's going to be good this year, actually. All right. Um. Yeah, I also the Kings. Obviously, we like Hal Burnley. At least I do. But they lost Bogdan Bogdanovich. And I think they side Whiteside. I think Whiteside is going to be the face of their um, hilarious, um, bad season this season. So there's that. All right. Number 13, uh, Bijan. Yes. Number 13, I have the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, you know, currently town, super talented. Um, um, you know, really disappointed in his, in his defense in the league. D'Angelo Russell, good point guard. I just don't really see them. I don't, especially currently towns as a winner. So let's see what we get from, get from Anthony Edwards, but. Okay. Um, Sam. Uh, let's see. Number 13, I got the Spurs. I mean, there's not much going on in San Antonio. Um, they got DeMar DeRozan, but, you know, he's a, he's a shadow of his former self. Marcus Aldridge is only okay now. Um, but, like, these guys still have it, but in, in a competitive Western Conference, they're not much. DeJounte Murray, I expect to have a good year, though. All right. As John's getting a call from the infamous Eric Hadley, uh, we go over to Anthony. I have the Timberwolves. They have some good young pieces. Obviously, the number one pick with uh, Edwards. But I think Russell and uh, um, Towns have to take steps forward if they want to 
be close to making the playoffs. So it depends on them. All right, Max. My 13th spot, I got the Spurs as well. Um, Marta Rosen, he's fine, but not anything crazy. Um, Marcus Aldridge, same thing. I mean, DeJounte Murray may play well. I just don't think he's going to elevate them enough, those three guys, to really bring the team into a better spot. All right. And John? Uh, I have the Spurs as well. You know, I don't think they have enough pieces. And I think, I think honestly, out of all these teams, they might even have the worst roster. But um, I trust Popovich to get them, like, mediocre-ish. Like, I guess 13 you wouldn't say is mediocre. But, um, yeah. I see them at 13. And Rao? I had the uh, the Wolves here. I mean, I don't really think Edwards is that good. Like, I didn't really see him as a valid number one pick. I don't know really why he was even up there in the top three. But I don't really see them really succeeding this season. All right, yeah. I have a team here that I was the sixth seed last year. I was way off on that, and that is the Spurs of San Antonio. I agree with all you guys said. Um they had a pretty bland off season. They're just, yeah, one of those mad teams here in the West. So, so far we've either had the Kings and the Thunder as 14 or 15 and the Tim rules or the Spurs as 13. Um, we'll see if that continues here at number 12, Bijan. Yeah. 12. I have San Antonio. Um, I do think that they are, um, I do, I do like DeRozan. He actually had a good, really good year. Actually he shot like really well. Um, Aldridge was ne- has never really been that guy that he was in Portland and San Antonio. Um, yeah, they don't. Uh, Dejounte Murray, like everyone said, I expect to, you know, um, be better. Um, but really, not much going on. I I still do really like DeRozan as a player, but yeah, not much. Sam, uh, for me, I got the Timberwolves at twelve. Um, you know, I think this team's top five is pretty solid. They got D'Lo, um, Josh Okogie. Jared Culver, Anthony Edwards, right out the draft. Um, D'Angelo Russell, they got a solid young core of five guys, but you know, that's not going to be enough to get them higher than the 12 seed. Yep. Um, who's next? Anthony. Yeah. I have the Spurs here. I think they're well coached. They'll play hard, but I just don't think they have enough talent to do much. Max. Uh, I got the Wolves. I mean, they got a decent roster. But I don't know. I think it's going to be tough for them to compete with the rest of the teams below them. John? Um, you know, I'm going to switch it up here. I have the Grizzlies. Um, I, I don't mm-hmm. think they made enough offseason moves to really compete. Um, and I like uh, some of the other teams uh, that from last year. I think they passed them. Okay. And Row? Um, I had the Spurs here. Like people said in the past, um, there's definitely going to be pieces and like DeMar DeRozan and Mark Stalldridge aren't that good anymore. Um, but I had them vote the Wolves because of Trey Jones. I think, uh, I think Trey Jones will be utilized later in the season and will become an important piece of the team. Yeah. Nothing like the 44th overall pick swinging uh, a team to the, all the way up to the 12 seed there. Um, yeah, I had the Timberwolves at 12. Um, we've already hit on this. So yeah, Timberwolves at 12. Um, so we have a clear, pretty clear bottom four in the in the West consensus bottom four, except for John, who obviously here has the Timberwolves above the bottom four, put the Grizzlies there. Which knowing John actually isn't a big surprise because he, he likes star power, and I bet he doesn't think the Grizzlies have much star power, even though Jot and the Timberwolves have Cat. So we'll see what happens there. Um, all right, Bijan, you're number eleven. All right, um, people aren't gonna like this. 
Um, I have the Phoenix Suns at number 11. Wow. And I have the Phoenix Suns at number 11 because of Devin Booker. I think he's a great talent. I, he's, I mean, he dropped 70 a game against the Celtics. You know, when, with Marcus Smart Garden, you know, great player. Um, and you know, the bubble, I think the, I think the bubble and I think the bubble, um, uh, was not a fluke, but that's, I mean, that's hard to, I mean, I don't, I don't really see them like having that level of success. I mean, obviously I think, I think, um, so, I mean, before the bubble, I mean, they barely got into the bubble. They were like a, they were like, still like a pretty bad team before then. So while they did play really well in the bubble, um, I don't, I don't really see, and then Chris Paul, you know, Chris Paul, I wouldn't underestimate that, but I feel like, I feel like at this point, after what he did for OKC, um, his style might, I, I don't know how that's going to, you know, his style leadership may work there. I'm not, I can't, there are a lot to Hawks to me that I can't, I, I can't assume anything about them. Um, I don't know how well his leadership's going to work there and work really well in OKC, but that team was a little bit more veteran. There were more veterans on that team. I don't know. I mean, they could be better, but I just, again, I don't, I don't right now at this point, that's where I have them. Interesting. Okay. Um, Sam, you know, um, number 11, I got Memphis. Uh, I think they got another team. They're, they're another team with a really strong core. I like Brennan Clark. I like Jaron Jackson, obviously John Morant should have another good year. Um, but again, in a, in a, in a Western conference, that's packed with talent. It's just not going to be enough. Yep. Um, Anthony. Yeah. I have the Pelicans here. I think they're a young team, but I just think there's a lot of other good teams ahead of them. So it'll be tough for them to make the playoffs. Okay. Max. Uh, I got the Grizzlies here. Pretty, pretty obvious. I think they got good players. with no real star power. Or not in abundance of stars, so it's gonna, be, it's gonna go any higher than this. All right, John. This is tough. I'm really debating between uh, two two teams here. Uh, fine, I'll, I, you know I'm gonna put the Timberwolves here. Um, I don't think they have enough off the bench, even though I really do like their uh, starting five, and I think they could make a potential playoff push. Um, I think they're really the most indecisive team out of everyone. They could be really good and make the playoffs or I think they could completely fall off with that bad culture. No bench whatsoever. That's why I'm putting them here. Okay. Ro. Yeah. I had the Pelicans. It was Anthony here. I kind of have like my nine, 10, 11. I just kind of figure they're in the West and the West is just really good. So if they're in the East, I'd probably put them in like low playoffs, but I just don't think they have enough to go to the playoffs right now, especially the Pelicans are just kind of young. Still trying to figure out what they're going to do, especially a new coach. So. Yep. Um, and for my number 11, people have said this, it is the Memphis Grizzlies. I like the team job is electrifying. Um, there's something to say about, you know, they, uh, triple J was injured, I believe for the bubble run. So I think that they could theoretically take a step up, but there's just a lot of good teams, man, in the West. So I think it's gonna be tough sledding for them. Um, as we go over to number 10, Bijan. Yes, my number 10 is the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, again, like a really, really young team um, with Zoe, uh, obviously Zion, obviously Ingram. Um, you get Steven Adams. Um, again, just a young team. I do, I do like 
Um, I do like to Sam Van Gundy higher. I feel like he's he's good for good for a young team. I feel like he's like a good coach, good guy, but he's also tough on his guys. Um, so I, I did like that hiring. Um, you know, their their GM David Griffin's a really good GM. Um, I just I I think they're a year away, and I'm very concerned about Zion getting hurt. I feel like if you have like similar like Saquon, like just I feel like. I, concerning like when you have like a legs that big like it's hard to like hold up like it's hard to hold up in your knees and stuff so it's, it's concerning about Zion he needs to he needs to figure something out because that's it's very concerning but if yep. Zion say healthy potential playoff team this is going to be intriguing here as John had the Grizzlies at 12 and Bijan's going to have him them as as at least a top nine as we go over to Sam for his number 10 uh yeah number 10 I have the the Pelicans, despite my uh, my hot take, probably six yeah. months ago now, saying they'd be a playoff team, and uh, no, you didn't say that. Nope, you didn't say that. You said they would oh, be. Oh yeah, I said they would be a contender. John said they'd be a playoff team. Um, definitely not a contender. Maybe a playoff team. You know, I think I think this team's really close. I think the addition of Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe is a valuable one for them but I just think they, they're just too young. Um, but Brandon Ingram, I'm expect is he not even on them anymore? Why don't I see him on basketball reference? Oh, he is. He's on them. Okay. Um, yeah, Brandon Ingram's good. Zion's good. So they're going to be an exciting team to watch, but I think they, they're going to need another year or two um, until they really take this to the next level. Yep. Anthony? So here I have the Rockets. So they obviously have a great player in Harden, but they uh, lost some pieces – I think they lost Covington. Is that correct? Yeah, yep. that is. Oh, my fucking foot. No, I just don't think the chemistry <laughs> is going to be well. I think this thing with Harden's and bad. I think he's going to, like, request a trade and leave or something like that. I just, I don't know, new coach. I don't, it doesn't look good for them. I don't know. They lost Covington, so it doesn't look good for them? <laughs> is that your logic, right? Like, I don't know what like, I just don't. Like Harden, he, he doesn't, like. Well, Harden's still there. I mean, you can say all he wants. He's not going to play a season. He's probably going to go average 30 points, over 2,000 points in the season. Yeah, I, know. I just don't think I mean, the loss of coming in hurts and all, but I don't know if I put him at like. That's worse than my Pelicans take. Anthony, Anthony. No, it isn't. Oh, I remember last it year is. you have the Rockets in the playoffs, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Bro, you did not have the Rockets in the playoffs last year. Wow, way to call him out. <laughs> yeah, but they don't. They got John Wall and Boogie this year. Like I don't know what to say. Russell Westbrook. I'm not really high on him. I, don't I just don't think they'll be good. I don't know. They just have like bad chemistry with like Harden and stuff. Anthony, do you think, the, do you think Harden will be traded to uh, the Nets? I'm not sure, but I you keep on trying to bring up that idea. And the Rockets said they will not trade him to the Nets unless it's for Kyrie or Durant. The Rockets aren't trading. They're asking. You're gonna ask for too much. No matter where they go, they're gonna ask for too much. That's just how the Rockets going to handle Harden. John, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I say that because Anthony said you it. You said three and a half days a Anthony, couple weeks ago. No, Anthony, Anthony said, said it happened. No, 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 no. I, I, I can vouch for Austin. Anthony, Anthony. That was so long ago. Like, you, Anthony, you, Austin's going to keep saying now. The deal was done, and then we gave him like seven days. And if the deal hasn't happened within them, but then it happens later, then Anthony didn't call it, and he didn't know. He just guessed. Yeah, John. Remember the room. Remember that day where that one Nets beat re- reporter said that he had talked to someone who said that there is a deal, there is a package in place to acquire James Harden, and that w- and none of the big people reported it. And that and Anthony said, you know, it's I like done deal with, right? It's not a big deal. I just 
I'm not saying it's going to happen, John. I'm just given the purposes of our show here. It's just something. It's All not right. going to happen. Uh, Max, you're number 10. Uh, Pelicans. Kind of reciprocating that. I like this team a lot. I think they're a lot of potential in the next few years. But like Sam was saying, they're still pretty young. They got some new additions uh, through Egg Bloodstone and Steven Adams, which is also good. But like you can keep saying, they're too young, especially in this um, Western Conference that has a lot of potential. Can I just say something? Eric Bledsoe's not an addition. They lost Drew Holiday. That was a subtraction. They gained Steven Adams. Yeah. Well, they gained Steven Adams, but they, they, they downgraded at, at, the, at, the, at that spot. So it wasn't an well, addition. Yeah, no, I'm just saying it's an addition. It's not like it's a positive one. It doesn't mean it has to be positive. They just gained somebody. Mm-hmm. John, you're number 10. All right, my number 10 is the Golden State Warriors. Yup, I knew it. Um, you know, highly overrated team. You know, we saw what they did last year without Clay. Um, you know, they weren't good oh, with Curry. Games. You know, they weren't good with Curry when he did play. Um, you know, I, I think this team's going to struggle. Uh, I don't think they don't really, they don't have a good bench. I think they have a toxic environment from last year. <laughs> Wait, um, what? <laughs> John, John. And, and so okay here's the thing you know you got i think why why someone's a big question i love his potential i think he's gonna be good but he's only a rookie so you got curry Ubre, wiggins draymond and wiseman that's your starting five besides that who do you have off the bench eric pascal besides hey, him, he's good yeah but okay besides that you don't have a bench um no you, you have a, you have a jordan pool jordan pool isn't good no he can play trust me he can play Okay, well, I don't think he can play. Um, you know, I, I hate the depth compared to other teams above them. Um, like I said, you know, I, I, I had them close to the Timberwolves. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think the Warriors are going to be good this year. I think they're going to be highly overrated. Yeah, if Clay comes back decent, I think they'll be able to compete again. All right. So this was all – it was pretty – yeah, I'm going to give myself a little bit of a pat, pat on the back for bringing John to have the Warriors. Out of the playoffs, Roe was – Smiling earlier here because um, the later very hot take about the Warriors. Um, that's like completely contradicting what John just said. Um, but nonetheless, jo- uh, Row, you're number 10. Um, I had the Grizzlies here, but like I said, like 9, 10, 11, I guess you could kind of like change around. I just thought like John Moran would just take another step up this season. Or I just could take a step up this season from last season, you know, rookie of the year. I think, I think the, the, the Grizzlies are like his team now. I mean, Jaron Jackson's pretty good too, but I think you can step it up a little more. Pass first point guard. Like. Yep. Um, yeah, similar to what a lot of people are saying. I have the Pelicans and the Grizzlies in a similar tier, but I have the Pelicans at 10. Obviously, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Stan Van Gundy, um, but Zion is the longest tenured Pelican. Um, you can't have a second-year player um, uh, lead your team in the playoffs, in my opinion. Um, they just need more time together. Um, we'll see what happens with that. Um, so, yeah, all right. Bijan, you're number nine. I just want to make a comment. You can't have a second-year player. I mean, I just disagree. I mean, we saw Luca do it this year, so. it's a good point. I saw Jaw, who was a rookie last year, almost do it. And maybe if they had been healthy, they would have done it. So I disagree with that. Or um, uh, let me rephrase that. Second-year player who's like your longest-tenured player. Yeah. I don't know how much that matters. But anyways, anyways, anyways. I've played like 20 games. He's not, he's not really. It's like he's a second-year player, but he's still not like. Right, yeah. At nine, we were on nine, right? Nine, I have um, the Grizzlies. Um, I really like, I really am super high on John Morant. Um, I think 
he's going to be the next like great point guard in this league. I think, I think a lot of people feel that way. Um, I, I love his, his, his passing, um, his, the intensity he plays with. Um, I also really like Jaron Jackson Jr. He's athletic. He can play good defense and, uh, Valanchunas, um, solid big man. And also, um, Wait, is he on the Grizzlies still? Yeah. Um, and then, um, Brandon Clark, obviously is a really good player. Um, really good player. And then also don't forget about, um, who's that? Oh, Dylan Brooks. Yeah. yeah Dylan Brooks. I really like Dylan Brooks. He's really scrappy, good defender. You know, he fouls a lot, but I, I like him. All right. Um, Sam, you're number nine. Number nine, I got the uh, the Blazers. I don't see. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I think there's some recency bias going on with Dame. I thought his, his ranking on the ESPN 100 list, even though that's, uh, I thought it was overrated to say the least. Um you know, I look at this Blazers roster and I'm not overwhelmed by their depth. They got guys like Covington. Giles is a good pickup as well. But again, I'm going to go back and say they're just too many good teams in the West and the teams that I have above. The, the playoff teams on my list are all better than the Blazers in my eyes. All right. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with Sam a lot here because it might be another half hour before I get to the Blazers in my standings here. Um as we head over to Anthony with his number nine. Yeah, I have the uh, Grizzlies here. I think they're going to be a good, good team, going to be improved. I think Chaz is a really good player. Uh, Jaron Jackson, Valanchunas, I think they'll be improved. So, yeah. All right, Max? I have the Warriors here. Okay. So you're kind of buying the, the John thing of lack of a bench and – questionable starting pieces well i think no i don't think their starting pieces are that questionable i just think the benches is hard to hard to do not having a bench is i mean like just looking at their team it's not nothing sticks out to me that's gonna say like oh they're gonna have a decent bench i just don't see them really having a bench in general all right fair enough john you're number nine my number nine is Wait one sec, one sec, one sec. One, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, the Phoenix Suns. Yep. You know, like um, like the additions. I think Chris Paul is highly overrated. Um, I think we see some of that this year. Um, you know, I think he's a good veteran. Um, it's gonna help change that locker room vibes and the environment of the tox toxicity. I don't know if that's a word, but um, the toxicity yeah. of their eight and no playoff bubble run, really. Listen, they've been shit for twenty years. I don't want to fucking hear it. They have like one good. They have like good two good two week stretch. Okay, I'm just I'm a little. Concerned. Oh yeah, I'm so sorry. They had a good two week stretch in the last twenty years. I think it's overblown to call. Mari's daughter here. That like two. I think it's overblown to call their locker room toxic. They, I mean, they're a toxic organization. Their organization is terrible. Okay, you can call their organization, but maybe not their locker room. Okay. Yeah, some of the CC ball. Uh, toxic. Uh, having a toxic organization is worse than a toxic locker room, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, that's completely true. Look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. A toxic locker room you can fix. A toxic organization it can take thirty years. Like New York Knickerbockers. All right, Ro, you're number nine. I have the Jazz here. Um, I know they had a pretty impressive bubble run, but I just have like. I didn't really put them as the ninth of the ninth. I just think they're like eight teams that are more worthy of the playoffs than them. 
it's like why well, I'm not trying to like hate on them. I just thought they were like eight teams I considered to be more playoff worthy. I so no Rockets and no um and no Well, I know the Rockets last year, I had the Rockets in the playoffs this year. Wait, wait, do you not have Rockets and Hill? No, I had the Rockets in the playoffs this year. I don't have the Jazz. Oh, okay. You don't have the Hill? My bad, my bad. Jazz. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna before Rose said that I thought it was gonna be a hot take. Um but yeah, I agree with Rose. I have the Jazz at nine. Exactly to his point. I'm not hating on them. They have a they have a great infrastructure, great uh, you know, coach foundation with Mitchell and Gobert there. Um so it's really it's again, it's what I I said this about putting the heat at five. I'm gonna say this with putting the jazz at nine. I'm gonna make the call and I'm probably gonna have to cry about it later because they have they have a good team, but exactly as Rose said, I think there's just eight teams that I like more. Um I guess I'm sort of banking on maybe this is the year that the Gobert thing falls apart with them and they sort of spiral out. Uh, but they get the other Bogdanovich back. Um, and Clarkson's a good bench scorer. So, I mean, they have a good team. I, there's just there's eight teams I like better than them. So, yeah. Bijan, start us off with your first playoff team at the eight seed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have to, yo, who's that going? I have the Golden State Warriors at eight. I mean, obviously, it would have been higher if they had Clay. Um, Curry is still the best point guard in the league, um, and I really don't think it's close. As much as I love, Dame, as much as I love Dame, um, Ubre for some reason has me blocked on Instagram, but um, I don't know what I did. But um, he's a good player, um, and then um, Draymond. Hopefully, we'll see kind of resurgence of Draymond when he's on like a on a good team, like around like a competitive team, you know, that's kind of when he's at his best. And then, um, Wiseman, uh, rookie, um, and then Wiggins can kind of play that Harrison Barnes role of the Warriors years ago. But, you know, I think they're a dangerous team come playoff time, but, um, I don't really, I see it hard of them to be much better than eight seed. Okay. Um, we go to Sam, you're number eight. Yeah. I think Bijan hit the nail on the head here. I got the Warriors as well. Um, you know, Clyde Thompson really hurts them this year, but I think Steph Curry comes back with a chip on his shoulder because everyone thinks Dame Lillard's better than him now, which he's not. Um, and then they got Uber. Yeah. Uber winging Wiggins and Bazemore, some solid wing scores. So I think they'll be able to get enough offense. Um, where I they forgot that when they get, I forgot that Bazemore. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So they got, they got some scores here, so they'll be able to make the playoffs, but I don't think they'll make a run or anything. All right, Anthony, I have the jazz here. I think they're a good team. Uh, Mitchell, I think he'll take steps forward. But I just don't think they're going to be that high up in the West. So I'd have them around here. Okay. Max? Uh, we're still in the eight seed, yeah? Yep. All right. Yeah, I got the Suns here. Um, I think they should have made the playoffs last year. Uh, kind of sucked that they did get to see them there. And I think with the addition of Chris Paul, I don't see why they shouldn't move up a little bit and do a little bit better. Um, I don't think they're going to be crazy or like anywhere in the top seeds, but I do think they're going to be a playoff team. All right, John. Wait, there's no playing games this year, right? Um, I think it's there's play there's play there's a playing tournament. Oh yeah, it's seven, ten, eight, nine, right? Oh really? Wait, wait, wait. So is this off making it or is this off just seeding for the final? Okay, yeah. All right. Um, I have the Pelicans at eight here. Um, you know, I like what they did in the off season. Um, I like the uh, where they're going in the organization. Uh, they have a bunch of good assets. 
you know, they did lose Drew Holiday. You know, Eric Bledsoe is somewhat – he plays similar to Drew Holiday, even though he's obviously not as good. But, um, you know, they still have Ball, who's – you know, you're losing a great defender in Drew Holiday, but you're gaining Bledsoe, who's pr- pretty good at defense. Alonzo Ball is already an all-NBA caliber defensive player. You know, Steven Adams, that's a great addition. And I, I, I just see the lineup of, like, Adams um, – Zion, Ingram, Lonzo, and then plug in like Josh Hart or JJ Redick there. I think that's a really good up and coming lineup. And I think that their youth and their ability to run with Lonzo's passing, I think they're going to be able to nag uh, a, play, a playoff spot or they'll be the eighth seed when the season ends. Fair enough. Rao? Um, for eight, I had the Blazers for similar reasons before. I think they had a pretty impressive bubble run, but I could see them going up in the playoffs if. Uh, or going up in the seedings if Damian Lillard has a really good year because I think uh, he can have a big out year, like MVP year. All right. Um, I have the Sons of Phoenix. Shout out the Valley as my number eight seed here. Um, as Max said, Max hit on the head, Chris Paul. You add Chris Paul, you form a big three. That's a playoff team right there. Um, Aiden is good. What is Aiden proven in the NBA? What is? He's proven to be like an 18 and 12 guy, right? Something yeah. like that. I think yeah, Aiden's going to be the next day. Uh, Robinson. But. I think Aiden can have a comeback year this year, especially with a facilitator like Chris Paul. I, I think Chris Paul is really the stepping stone of getting away from that toxic organization. Um, I think he's going to change like the narrative, and I think in a couple of years uh, they're going to have a really, really good team, and I think they might even like be able to win a championship because I think some star is going to want to go there to play with Booker and Aiden, and I think they're going to have a really promising cast. Yeah, and building off of that respectability factor, the Suns, they got some respectable pieces. Jay Crowder, Etwan Moore. Neither of these guys are... Oh, come on, don't say Etwan Moore in respectable no. pieces. He's a respectable piece. Etwan can play. Etwan can play. He's a professional... No, no, pro- Moore, no. Shut up. He's a professional basketball player. It's what you like to see. Getting rid of Frank Kaminsky and Czech Diallo are additions by subtractions. Those players are terrible NBA players. Um, Czech Diallo might be one of the worst players in the league. Um Losing Baines, it's tough, of course, but, you know, they kind of knew that was going to happen, so they drafted Jalen Smith. I thought that was a reach, but, you know, if they wanted to get that big man replacement, they did what they had to do. And, you know, my guy, Tyshawn Alexander, undrafted out of Creighton. I had him as a first-round talent, Um, so that's good vibes for them. Um, But, yeah, Booker, I think he takes the next leap. Him and Paul are going to do well. Um, So, yeah, I like the Suns as the number eight seed. It'll be, it'll be fun to see, you know, as seniors in high school, it'll be fun to see this is the Suns in the playoffs for the first time in our in our fandom. So, yeah. They're not going to make it, so you'll never see it in the high schools. Meh. Bijan, you're number seven. All right. Number seven for me is uh, the Utah Jazz. Um, I think they're, like, really – I feel like people are kind of, like, underrating them. I mean, Conley should have I – mean, he just shot the ball badly last year, and he's a really good shooter. So I was kind of weird. I assume him to. I assume that he'll um, get his stroke back because there's no reason he wouldn't. Mitchell, we saw he's an elite player. I mean, really, he is. Gobert, you got you got a pair of all stars right there. Mitchell and Gobert. Um, Gobert is one of the best defense, if not the best defensive big man in the league. Mitchell, I think, is the next Dwayne Wade. Um, and then you know Ingles, you know, really good facilitator. And then um, they got a really good starting five: Bogdanovich, and then you got Clarkson off the bench. After that, they, they brought back favors. Am I correct? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Okay. So I really, I, I don't, I don't understand how this, I, I definitely see this team in the playoffs. And um, 
like they're a seven seed, but they're they're a really good team, you know. I think. Okay, Sam, you're seven. Um, at seven, I got the Suns. I mean, like like you guys have said before, I think Chris Paul is the addition that they need. Um, but I like I like their young role players. Um, Mikal Bridges, I like Javon Carter, I like, um, and of course Aiden and Booker are good. Uh, Jay Crowder, I think, is an addition that I think Austin you might have mentioned a little bit. Um, but I think that's a good tough addition, whether it's real toughness or fake toughness. I think he's a presence, um, and that's going to make him just play as a tougher team. So I like the I like the Suns for the seven. Hey, Anthony, I have the Warriors at seven. I think when healthy, they'll be a good team. They obviously have Curry, who's a great player. Uh, uh, Oubre and uh, Wiggins, I think they'll help them. Good, two good players. Draymond, I don't know. Hopefully he can step up from last year. But, uh, yeah, I think they'll be a pretty good team. Well-coached, good organization. So, All right, Max? Uh, I got the Blazers here. Uh, I was struggling. With, I'll say it after this, but I was struggling between the Blazers and my number six team. I was going back and forth there. But I like the Blazers a lot. I think they have a lot of depth. Uh, they have a good bench. They have a decent starting. I think their starting five is really going to rely on Damian Lillard, not carrying them, but playing very well this season. Um, they added Dennis Cantor. Uh, not much else, but... They added a lot. I don't know what you're talking about. John, you number... Yeah, Robert Coverton, Harry Giles. Yeah, you know, you're right, you're right. My bad. I didn't see that. All right, yeah, John, I feel like I feel like you and I are going to have similar um, spots for the Blazers when we get to that, but your number seven is? Yeah. Uh, the Utah Jazz. You know, like I said, like everyone else really said, you know, good team, respectable team. Uh, they're going in the right direction. Um, you know, I don't know if their, ball, uh, their long-term plan with uh, Gobert is really going to work. But, yeah, you know, I love Donovan Mitchell. I think he's going to take a huge step this year, a huge, huge step. Um. You know, just compared to the other teams, they just don't really have a great um, supporting cast. You can't really trust Rudy Gobert to be your second best player in a stacked West when he came and create his own shot. Um, you know, good defender, obviously. You know, they're going to play good defense. Quinn Schneider's a good coach. I just, I really see the, a bunch of teams being better than them. But like I said, good team. And uh, yeah. Okay, Row. Yeah, the Rockets here. I just think that because they got Wall and Cousins. Or both like kind of coming back from like injuries. I think it'll take like the first half of the season just to figure it out. And I'm not sure what's going to happen with Harden. But I feel like that doesn't mean like they're the seventh best team in the West. They're just going to be the seventh seed. I feel like it might take a while for them to get going. Mm, good point. Um, my seventh seed, I agree with Anthony. That is the Golden State Warriors. Up. And this is basically a pick of Stephen Curry. I want to respect Stephen Curry's greatness the greatness that is Stephen Curry, what he's brought to the game of basketball. I have a hard time believing that Stephen Curry will not be in the playoffs um, for a second straight year. Obviously he got hurt and last year was a complete wash for them, but they got Wiseman. Obviously clay is as uh Bijan hit on it sucks for the Warriors that they couldn't have clay sucks for clay. Um, but they did that trade with OKC to get uberated, you know, maybe fill in 70% of the impact that clay had um, Wiggins is, is a good piece. I think, you know, as we've said many times, he's, I think he made a more athletic version of Harrison Barnes for them. Draymond, I don't know what to make of him anymore, but this is pretty much Gumstown. Do uh, I want to respect Stephen Curry? So I have the Warriors seven seed. All right, Bijan, your number six. Yes. My number six is um, the Houston Rockets. 
Um, and I know, I know I'm going to get hate from John from this. If they are, I think I want them to be able to pull off a trade, uh, Ben Simmons for James Harden. If they get Ben Simmons, I think that they are like a three seed. I think this, the chemistry that this team has right now, um, without Harden, I saw some of their things from their practice and they just looked like a really fun team. And Harden came in and looked like it ruined that, you know, wall, it was wall, um, Christian Wood, DeMarcus Cousins, a really likable group. And then Harden with his like weird, weird moodiness comes in. I feel like he kind of ruins that. I feel like he honestly, he's such a great player, but I feel like his, uh, his just attitude kind of, kind of degrades that. But if they're able to pull off like uh, James Harden for Ben Simmons trade, if that exact trade happens, um, I look at them as a potential contender. No, mm. uh, well, I, I just don't get that whatsoever because, you know, I, I don't think anyone here thinks Ben Simmons is better than James Harden. He's not. He's not. And He's so not. if you're swapping players, uh, coming from a James Harden who was a focal point of that offense and really the entire offense for four years, the amount of transition that offense is going to have to take and everyone who plays besides but, Harden is so different because they're the – they're used to playing with Harden, who's so ball dominant, and their style of play would need to change so drastically. So if they really perform a trade, I think it'll take way too long for that to happen, especially when you're downgrading from Harden to Ben Simmons. Well, in my opinion is, first of all, a lot of the guys who've played with uh, Harden, you know, you still got um, you still got P.J. Tucker, Eric Gordon. But in my opinion, honestly, you trade James Harden, you get Ben Simmons. Eric Gordon all of a sudden kind of has a revival, in my opinion. Um, I just think uh, obviously James Harden's a better player uh, than Ben Simmons uh, by less than he is a better player, but by less than I think most people think J- Ben Simmons is one of the best defenders in the league, um, and he's a great transition player. I just look at that team as if they can do that, the sky's the limit for that team. And right now, I feel like they're kind of stuck. But mm-hmm. I if, if they did that, I, I don't think they would make the playoffs. But but we'll see. I don't I don't know how hard the adjustment is from going from someone who is super ball dominant to less ball dominant. I don't know how hard of an adjustment that is. The other way, yes. All right. Let's, uh, I, 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 kinda, I, I actually like Bijan's take there. All right, Sam, you're number six. Number six, I got the Utah Jazz. Um, really big on Donovan Mitchell, especially with him coming off his, um, his good performance in the bubble. And so I think him and Gobert continue to be a good duo. You know, you go back to like the, the all pro, all defensive pairings, but they're just going to have success in the, in the regular season. Um, and I really like Bojan Bogdanovic, Jordan Clarkson are some good secondary scoring options. Um, and so I see this team performing well in the regular season, but again, no, no real playoff success. Mm-hmm. Anthony six. Uh, the Suns here. I think adding Chris Paul helped them a lot. He's a good leader. Uh, Pretty good score, like really good passer, and good uh, court vision. Um, I think Booker will take steps up in his uh, in his game. I think Aiton's a good player, so I think they'll be a lot better. And they had a good run in the bubble, which could help them. Like, so. This is good. Anthony has the Suns at six. Bijan has them at eleven. That will actually not be as big a difference as Sam has with the Blazers and where I have the Blazers. Regardless, Max, your number six. Uh, I got the Rockets here. Um, I'm not putting them any higher because I think the skill they have in the team is good. DeMarcus Cousins still has to prove that he can get back to the player that he was. John Wall, same for him. But both those guys looking pretty good. And James Harden, of course, he can elevate the team. It's all in the fact if he wants to play well. Or not if he wants to play well, 
if he wants to play with these guys and if he wants to put in the effort that he can. And I think that's going to dictate whether they're a six seed or a top five seed. All right, John. Yeah, you know, I'm a huge, huge Rockets fan. It's just like, you know, let's say they don't trade them. Um, I think they got worse from last year, so I'm going to put the Rockets here at six. Doesn't mean they're the sixth best team. I think they're better. But, um, you know, I think they would just get the sixth seed. Uh, you know, I like John Wall. Um, I like I like some of the additions they had. But, you know, I, I just think the losses of Rocco and um, Russell Westbrook are way worse. You know, I think they should have ran that back. But, obviously, Westbrook wanted out. Um, yeah, and I think it's going to be really tough in the locker room with um, all the trade rumors with James Harden. And, um, you know, what the organization and management is going to do with that. And um, so, yeah, I, I think um, due to that, they'll be a six seed. All right, Rob? Yeah, here I put the Warriors. Um, I think they're going to be a really good team, especially with Steph coming back. I'm pretty high on Wiseman, too. But I just think that in the regular season, for the entirety of it, I think that there's I – don't, I don't see them going above, like, I see the five teams I have about them probably having a better record than them, just consistency. All right, yeah, I think well, – so that's another just um, gap here. Um, Row Warriors at six. John had them at 10, I want to say. So that's another thing we'll be looking at. I have the Rockets here at six, as three other people have said. They get uh, Steven Silas here, their new head coach, Mike D'Antoni, out of there. Um, to Bijan's point about the good chemistry, the good vibes – I don't know uh, how good this guy is, but I've seen him buzzing around in preseason, and that man's name is Jay Sean Tate. Um, we'll see what happens with him, but I think he could be a rotation piece for them. Um, they brought back um, Gerald Green, that's mediocre piece. Um, they lost Jeff Green and uh, Austin Rivers. So it'll be a new-look team. Where did Jeff Green go? The Brooklyn Nets. He did? Yeah, so... Maybe my next finals pick isn't looking so bad, although I probably just awesome cursed that. Um, but yeah, so Jay Sean Tate, name to look out for as a rotation piece. And Christian Wood. Um, obviously, investing Christian Wood and Boogie Cousins means that we've probably seen the end of the no traditional center era with the Rockets. Um, they've also obviously got rid of Daryl Morey. So we'll see what happens there. But yeah, keep an eye on Christian Wood. All right, Bijan, you're number five. Yeah, my number five is the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Luka Donakirk is a is a potential MVP candidate. Uh, potential by the end of the year to be a top five player if he's not already. I personally don't have him quite there yet. I know Austin has him as probably his second best player. Um, nonetheless, amazing, amazing, amazing talent. Not really much to say. Um, adding, jo- I like the addition of Josh Richardson. Um, I think he's one of the best role play- role player three and D guys. Finney Smith, you got Hardaway. Those are you know, those three guys right there. I feel like are all really underrated. That's that's a nice trio of like role players right there. I know Tim Hardaway is not a three and D guy; he's more of just a a three guy. Um, if that's a thing, I've never heard that. But Finney Smith and Richardson, both good three and D guys. And then Porzingis, you know, just got to stay healthy. And then that's really it for them. And the sky's the limit for them as long as he's healthy. And then they got Maxi Kleba, a solid big guy. Yep. Um. What's next? Sam, you're number five. Yeah, I'm with Bijan here. Um, he pretty much made all the points for me. I, I think it's amazing how the Mavericks have sort of concentrated all these European talents in Dallas. And I mean, there are good talents. They're not just 
scrub overseas players. I like Kleber, obviously Porzingis and Luca, I think are poised for big years. Um, and yeah, the pickup of Richardson is a, a big, um, a big improvement for them. So I'm looking for some good things from them. Anthony, you're number five. Yeah, I have the Trailblazers at five. Uh, I think Damian Lillard will have a good season again. I think the addition of Robert Covington will be good for them. Obviously, McCollum. Uh, Nurkic is a good player if he stays healthy. And then, like, yeah, I think they'll be good. And Cantor, too. He's a good player. Yep. Carmelo, too. Got Giles. Yep. Max, you're number five. Uh, I'm going to put the Jazz here. So... I like the Jazz a lot, and just based on how Donovan Mitchell did and Rudy Gobert did last season against uh, the Nuggets, who I think were one of the best teams in basketball last year, they went to seven games with them. In the beginning of the series, the Jazz were playing really, really good. Donovan Mitchell had like 40 points almost every game. He was playing great. He was going head-to-head with um, – I'm not blanking on his name. Jamal Murray. Yeah, Jamal Murray. So I think – I don't – I don't see how the Jazz can do much worse than this. I think they could possibly do better, but I think five is a good spot for them. All right. Um, John? Um, you know, I, here I have uh, the Mavericks, um, like um, Sam and uh, B. John, I think, said, uh, you know, Luka Donakic, he's a great player. Um, you know, Doncic, he can definitely carry an organization. Uh, second best player? No, not yet. Uh, he he will be, but not right now. Um, I, I just the teams above the, um, the Mavericks I have are just way too much, too way com- more complete than them. Uh, you know, Porzingis is a big question mark with uh, their enti- and um, their entire team isn't too great. Besides him, you take away Porzingis, and I think they're fighting for a playoff spot if Porzingis was out the whole year. So, um, yeah, just a not enough supporting cast around Luca to be higher, and I have him uh, at the five seat. All right, Ro? Yeah, so here I had the Suns. <laughs> I have them this high because last year, you know, a lot of people thought OKC, like take away Chris Paul from OKC last year, and I just don't think they're anywhere near the playoffs. But you add Chris Paul, and everyone, I think a lot of people knew that he was a big part of their playoff run and the reason why they were in the playoffs. And I think you just add him to the Suns, who even without Chris Paul, I just think the Suns without Chris Paul, a lot would consider them to be like a top 10 seed, a top nine seed maybe. And then you add Chris Paul, I think they can make a huge jump with that. And I also see like players like Booker and Aiden, right, young, and, they're, and I think Aiden's due for like a breakout season. And I think Booker's going to keep doing what he's doing, especially at this bubble performance. I just... To me, it's just like with the addition of Chris Paul, clear five seed. I, think I, agree. I mean, I agree with you. I don't think they're going to be a top five seed, but I do think with the addition of Chris Paul, it's really going to help DeAndre Ayton like, flourish and have a great season. I think it's also going to help Devin Booker out uh, just to develop even more. I just see a lot of things like working for them, especially with like Cam Johnson and Michael Bridges, you know, Nova Nation and all. Like those are like smaller players that are just going to contribute that season. As long as they stay healthy, I don't see why they shouldn't be. I think, I think to me, 5C was kind of high, but I thought it was, I thought it was fairly appropriate for their assets. Yeah. So I spoke too soon on the Anthony versus Bijan difference with the Suns because Roe won up that. So there's a difference of six seeds between Roe's 5 seed and Bijan's 11 seed with the Suns. Um, yeah. Cam Johnson, Targill Nation, Bijan, but sheesh, that's ambitious. That's very ambitious there from Roe. What about Tar Hill Nation for Bijan? 
not applying there. <laughs> Sad. Um, all right. Uh, my five seed, as I think Sam, John, and Anthony maybe, or somebody else said, um, the Mavericks I have as my five seed. Um, it all hinges, as we've said, on the health of Kristaps Porzingis. Um, to me, if you have a healthy Porzingis, this is one of the more dangerous playoff teams in the Western Conference um, if they have Porzingis health there. I love what they did in the draft. Josh Green, a strong defender, um, a good slasher, can shoot the ball too. Tyrell Terry, as I said, potentially the steal of the draft in the early second round to be able to get a guy who can make shots off the dribble, three-pointers. Um, the Seth Curry getting rid of him for Josh Richardson, as I said, that helped both teams, in my opinion. Um, Josh Richardson is another defender there. They, the Mavericks struggled with defense last year. They also got James Johnson, provide some toughness. Um, yeah, that's a real tough guy right there. And uh, yeah, it can be a protector against Luka. As we saw, uh, Mook Morris was basically a bounty hunter against Luka in the opening round playoff series there. Um, getting rid of uh, Kid Gilchrist and J- Justin Jackson, again, another addition by subtraction moves there. And uh, get obviously they moved on from DeLon Wright. He's with the Pistons, but they're going to get back um, Nova Nation guy Jalen Brunson who was out for the bubble. So I like this Mavericks team. Obviously, you know, I love Luka Doncic. Um, and if they have Porzingis, they can make some real noise in the playoffs. Um, all right. Um, going to Bijan, number four. Yeah. Uh, number four, I have the the, the Portland Trailblazers. Um, I, I think Damian Lillard is, I think, in terms of point guards, you got number one, Steph Curry, number two, Dame Lillard, and everyone else after that. I don't think it's really close. Um, CJ McCollum, you know, my only c- complaint about this team is that Dame and CJ play too similarly. I feel like they don't complement each other great, but they're still super talented, super, super talented backcourt. All right, then you got you got Carmelo, who looked amazing in the preseason game I watched. I know it's only a preseason game, but he looked great. Um and he was good in the bubble. Uh, Covington, you know, I really, I'm, I'm a big fan of Covington. Uh, I think he's he's a perfect three and D guy, and he's also big. Um, and then you know, uh, Nurkic, I love Nurkic. Um, Cantor, you know, not much, uh, not much to say about Cantor. You know, good good at his role. Um, Gary Trent Jr. showed us a lot in the bubble. And then um, Zach Collins, I don't, I I don't know what's his, I don't know what his deal is. Is he, I, I think he's still hurt. Yeah, he's hurt for a majority again. Yeah, um, but, you know, when he plays, I think he's, like, a good defender. I don't know much about him, but. All right, yep, and we move over to Sam for his number four. Uh, Number four, I got the Nuggets here. Um, I think Michael Porter Jr. is poised for a huge sophomore season coming up, Um, and him with Jokic and Murray is going to be a nice, relatively young um, big three in the West. I like their pieces as well. Monte Morris off the bench, he's a good scorer. and yeah, I, I expect big things from them. I think they can make a little playoff from if if they get the right situation. Okay. And Anthony, you're number four. At four, I have the Clippers. So I think they'll be good again. Um, Kawhi, Paul George, new coach. But yeah, they'll be a good team. I just don't think they'll end up with one of the top three records in the West. But they'll be tough to play in the playoffs again. So yeah. Okay. Max, you're number four. Um, I was hesitant about this one, but uh, I have the Mavs in my number four. 
I think if Kristaps can perform well, which is a uh, it's a possibility, but it's also I think there's a good chance he does not play as well as he should. But I hope he does play well. Luka Doncic just continuing to improve. Um, other guys, other role players that they're going to have coming through, hopefully can step it up. So we'll see where they're at. All right. Uh, John, you're number four. All right, you know, this is really tough because I originally had this team at two. Um, you know, I'm going to, I after the further compliment, uh, compliment, wait, wait. Contemplating. Yeah, uh, contemplate. After further contemplating, you know, I have to put the Blazers here. Four. Uh, you know, really hard for me to do this, um, but you know, I just looked at the other teams and they're better. I love. I think they're the winners of the off season besides the Lakers. You know, brought in Derek Jones Jr., um, Rocco, uh, Harry Giles, Anis Cantor. So they made a bunch of moves. Um, you know, they added athleticism, uh, especially at defense. And uh, I think just with Damian Lillard, they're going to make a big, big, big um, push. And I think they're going to be a lot better than last year. Uh, I think they honestly, they might be a complete team to me in the league. Uh, they have such a good bench with like they have Ronnie Hood. Uh, they still have guys like Mario Hazonia. They have a bunch of guys off the bench. They got, they got rid of Hazonia, I think. No, they still have Hazonia. No, he, he got traded to the they Grizzlies. They traded him? I think he got traded to the Grizzlies. Mario. Uh, it doesn't matter. He's not good at basketball. I, I like him. He sucks. He's so bad at basketball. Yeah, he's whatever. So, but, um, yeah, they have Carmelo, Collins. Um, Gary Trent. Yeah, here, I'm just going to name the guys. Uh, Melo, Collins, Rocco, Giles is good. Hood's good. Derek Jones Jr., Cantor, Lillard. Nasir Little, CJ McCollum, Nurkic, Gary Trent. They just have so many good pieces. Um, depth, very depth. And, you know, you have a guy, they have the best point guard in the league. So, you know, if you have the best point guard in the league, I think uh, things can happen. This is, this is why – so John puts – Labels Damian Lillard as the best point guard in the league, puts the Golden State Warriors as the 10th seed. Just so I, agree. I think Lillard's the best in the league. I just think that's disrespectful. That's that's big time recency bias. Like, like you know, you know, we give Stephen A a lot of, you know, maybe he doesn't know a lot about basketball, but I thought he was spot on when he talked. He about knows it. about basketball. He doesn't know about football. Oh yeah, I got those mixed up, but yeah. I, I think he was spot on with the Curry versus Lillard thing. It's really it, and this has been the point. It's always the off-ball stuff, the the pressure that Curry puts on defense. Of course, last in the bubble, we saw um, Dame put a ton of pressure, like half court. You have to guard him, but that's like the same thing with Curry. Um, so whatever. Um, I have the Nuggets at four, as people have said. Um, they lost Jeremy Grant, Torrey Craig, and Mason Plumley in the off season. But they basically replaced those guys with RJ Hampton, Jamichael Green, and Zeke Nangia. Obviously, two of those three are rookies. So they, they probably took a little bit of a step back. But the infrastructure that they have with Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, that's just such a dynamic duo. Um, as Sam said, Michael Porter Jr., we expect big things out of him this year. And Monte Morris, you know, Iowa State product, you know, love to see what he brings to the table. They're able to re-sign Paul Millsap, who isn't great, but he's a solid piece. Um, so yeah, they, they have a great infrastructure. Obviously they made the West France finals and were an Anthony Davis game winner away from probably going six or seven with the Lakers. Um, so they have a good team. 
Um, but yeah, I have number four. All right, Bijan, you're number three. Yeah, my number three is uh, the Denver Nuggets. Um, Jokic, to me, is the best center in the league. Murray is ascending, an ascending point guard. Um, and, then, and then, you know, we've still got um, Millsap, who I think he, I, I disagree. I think he's actually good. Um, you did lose. I always used to get up Monte Morris, uh, Malik Beasley, and Torrey Craig mixed up. So they still have Malik Beasley. No, they still have Monte Morris, right? Yep. They have Monte Morris. Um, and then, you know, and Michael Porter Jr. Um, I agree he should be poised for a breakout year. Um, yeah, I, 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 I just, I mean, Gary Harris, you know, they didn't have Will Barton in the, really in the bubble last year. Um, so yeah, they should be a really, really scary team again this year. Forgot to mention with them, but he deserves to be mentioned. PJ Dozier, good piece for them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a two-way player for us a few years ago. Yeah. What? So another bad move by Ainge getting rid of him. Yeah, I remember I liked him when he when he played for us. Actually, I liked him. They, they honestly they get rid of all the good two way players, guys. Like Nader, he's really found a role. No, he Nader. No, Nader is not. He, he's like good with the Thunder last year, and now he's on the Suns. So he should play on the Suns. No, 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 no. We don't need Nader, but Dozier is good. All right, Sam, you're number three. At three, I got the Clippers. I think, um, you know, they lose Montrez Harrell, but I think picking up Luke Kennard and getting um, Serge Ibaka is huge for the team. Um, and I think they still come back strong and have a good regular season. I think Paul George is a guy to keep your eye on just in terms of like all the, all the backlash he's been getting recently from the media. It'll be interesting to see how he takes it. If he's more of like a Kyrie and it sort of screws him up for the rest of his career, or if he's able to bounce back, that's what I'll be looking out for. Um, but yeah, I expect pretty much a, a successful regular season. Okay. And we move to Anthony for your number three. Yeah, I have the Mavericks at three. I think they're led by Luca, who's, I think, one of the best players in the league. And he's already only going into his third season. So I think you'll see more improvement from him as he gets more experience. They have Kristaps, who's a really rare talent, can shoot, and he's that big, play underneath too. So. Yeah, I think they're going to bring it together and have a really good regular season, and they're going to be tough to beat. Okay, great take there by Anthony. We move to Max for your number three. Uh, my number three spot, I have the Nuggets. So I thought they played very well last year. They made to the, uh, the uh, what's it called, the Western Conference Finals. And they played pretty well against the Lakers, but they kind of choked it up at the end. Uh, Jamal Murray definitely has potential to have an amazing season. I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to have an outbreak, uh, a, uh, outbreak season. He's going to have to be very good. Uh, same with Nikola Jokic. He's always been great. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens with the rest of them. I think they did very well last season. I do see a lot of room for improvement, so I don't see them really going anywhere. All right. John, you're number three. Uh, number three, I'm going to pick um, the Chokers. Um, not the Jokers, Chokers. Uh, the Clippers here at three. Um, you know, what a lot of people don't understand is the Nuggets were uh, the two seed for uh, most of the last year uh, until the All-Star break. And so, um, you know, I, 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 they're just going to choke, continue to choke. You know, Paul George must have liked BBC because he chokes a lot. Um but yeah, all around, you know, it's just a very uh, te- a team that really um, 
cannot get it together. I think they lost a lot of good. They got Ibaka, but they lost Harrell. Um, I like their addition of uh, Luke Kennard, but you know, I think the Nuggets, I, they're a really surprised team. They are always been really consistently good. I love their head coach and Mike Malone. I think they're a better coach team. I think they have better overall pieces and I, I, I think they just have the, the DNA to beat this Clippers team more often. And um, I, I, I think preview my, I think I will have my Nuggets too, but I think the Nuggets are a better team than the Clippers than the Chokers. Okay. But you were also cheating on the Nuggets when they were beating the Clippers last year. You said that they, they're like, the Clippers were so bad they lost to the Nuggets. Yeah, because not being a number two seed doesn't mean you're the second best team. No, but like the Nuggets were good and you weren't giving them credit for that. Whatever. Um, yeah, and, because I don't think they're the second best team. I just think they'll finish second. All right. And as you were saying, the, the NBA is investing in Clippers here, um, Beach Report or The Athletic reporting this um, for how they signed Kawhi Leonard. Um, okay, we have Roki, your number three. Yeah, I had the uh, the Clippers here. I think they had really, yeah, the Clippers. I think they had a really underwhelming postseason, pretty disappointing as well. But I don't, I don't want that much that like take away from like their success in this regular season. I think they're still like a top tier team. I mean, they got Kawhi and Paul George, who I know signed a really big contract. But I don't think it may be worth it. I don't really. It's kind of big in my opinion. But I still think he's, they're both really elite players. I think they still have potential to be like a top three seed in the West. Yeah, preseason P has been pretty bad too. But, uh, you know, once playoff P um, goes into touch, I think it might be pretty bad. But yeah, I agree. John Thoughts on Lions filing Patricia? Thoughts on what? Lions filing Patricia. Who? Lions. Who's Lions? The, the Detroit Lions. Firing Patricia. Do you like that move? Oh. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think it's really good for their organization, especially because, you know, people named Patricia really hurts uh, their locker room and organization, no matter who they're with. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of the Patricias of the world, you know, can make the locker rooms, like, toxic and, um, you know, really uh, hurt the overall play of the team slash person they're with. So, John, do you think that the Lions players have a morale boost or do they have a broken heart now that they don't have Patricia anymore? Um, you know, I think once, you know, if they were really close with Patricia, I think it's going to take a little bit for them to get over it. But I think once they're over it and realize that, like, you know, that it was a bad, per- bad person and they don't need them and I think they're better off without them, I th- and I think it'll be a morale boost at the end. Yeah, in my opinion, I think that without when they got rid of Patricia, they're going to be really good because when um, Patricia was in the organization, there's a lot of sucking going on. For the- <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, Braceres, though? What about her? Rumors that rumors are that she's getting fired. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. My number three seed, it's probably been over half an hour since I told Sam that we, this might be a half hour. And that is the Portland Trail Blazers, the Blazers of Portland. Um, John said, you know, complete team. Audi, I look at it this way. Um, obviously, when they played the Lakers in the first round, it was they were playing as a team that was clearly like a top four, a top four team in the West. But obviously, with injuries and just they didn't get the right footing until the bubble happened. But they were playing; they carried themselves and they played as if they were a top half team in the Western Conference, and they got better this offseason. So I bumped them up to the three spot. 
I think they're a good team. And in fact, I think they pose matchup problems with the Lakers. Should that be a potential playoff matchup? Because we'll get to um, sneak peek here with the Lakers. But uh, is, is that, is that kind of like how um, you think the Clippers are going <laughs> to? You think the Clippers are going to win? But like, I, I forgot what you said. It was like I don't know what point you're trying. I'm no, saying I know what he said. He said that you said that like you think the pick you think the Clippers are going to win, but like you're betting on the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. You, like you said that before the bubble. Yep. Um, but no, th- that is not the case here, John. I'm, sa- I'm saying that the Blazers can match up well and pose matchup issues for the Lakers should they meet in the postseason because, and I'm going to sneak preview it, like uh, radio, radio talk at style. Uh, here we go. Most people believe that the Lakers got better this offseason, but what if I told you? They actually got worse up next after the break. All right. And with that, Bijan, you're number two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Number two, I got the, I got the Lakers. Um, I think, you know. Oh, my the- fucking God. Not again. Not again. Not again. Not no, again. I, agree. I agree. I agree with Bijan. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, who did he have three? I did Nuggets. Who did you have four? Blazers. Oh, not again. Not again. Not again. Oh, my God. It's happening God. again. Nope. I, I agree with Bijan. Okay. Um, you know, not really much to say. Um, LeBron, the best player in the world. I admit Kawhi wasn't the best player. In, he was actually at the time best player in the world. Nope. 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 There's no point in arguing it, but I, in my opinion. Two two players on the Lakers better than the best player on the Clippers. So, you know. Uh, yeah. See, see that's, that's, that's where we go wrong. That's, Are that's, you how? How do you not have the Lakers number one? They added Dennis Schroeder. They added Montrez Harrell. They like their team just got so you much. Know, let me yes, Matthew, Matthews. Their team got so much collectively better. They have Horton Tucker, who might not even play, and it's going off in the in the. You know who's going off in the? You know who's going off in the preseason? The, the Lakers played twice, Peyton and the Clippers Richard. played their whole team twice. I don't care. Kawhi played twenty minutes in the second game. Paul George played twenty-two minutes in the second game, and they still got blown out by the JV. I don't care about the twenty minutes. No, stop and close. You're gonna be okay. So, who do you think would win? Who's your Western Conference Finals team? You, yo, we're not at that. John, John, shut up. Let Bijan talk. Okay. So, like, I mean, not really much to say. You you add Harrell, um, Schroeder, who I think is a much better player than Harrell. Um, you lost some of that championship DNA in Danny Green. Um, but, no, really not much to say. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, huge loss. Danny Green, really huge loss. Did I – do you want to keep interrupting me or – all right. Um, yeah, I, I mean, not really much to say. You know, great, great team. Um, they got uh, the best player in the world and probably the seventh best player in the world. Um so yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, we go over to Sam. You're number two. So when I was making this list, I did not anticipate this to be as hot of a take as it is. But I have the Rockets at number two. Um, oh, I knew it would be a top three. Talkstein coming through. You no, know, you know, I'm really surprised to hear um, John say the Rockets got worse this off season um, because in my, like this was in my eyes the perfect off season for them. You lose skill in um, in Westbrook to Wall, but Wall is arguably a better fit with Harden. And then Robert Covington is just – he's never played for a team that's not mediocre in his whole career. So I don't think that's a huge loss. And I think being able to get Cousins and Wood here, two stretch fives, is incredibly advantageous for them because it gives them like a huge amount of flexibility. 
especially if Harden stays. If Harden leaves, it's a it's a different conversation. But if Harden stays, then that means this team has the option. Has I'll go no headphones. Um, but yeah, they've been going small ball in the preseason, and it's been working out. Austin called out Jay Sean Tate. He's a hustle guy. He's he's six five, but he, he's able to get boards. David Nwaba is another guy who's like that. They got um, Ben Macklemore is a spot up shooter. Eric Gordon off the bench. I mean, I mean this this is a team that can come down come down the floor in one possession and have Harden run it like he did last year. And then the very next position, it can be John Wall coming down with all these spot up shooters around him, which I think is going to bring out the best in him. And from what we've seen, Wall and Cousins have both proven that they're players still. Cousins have been shooting great, like incredibly well. Wall's been making the right passes. His shot's not really there, but you know, you don't expect that out of him. But I think this is just a tremendous amount of depth, a tremendous amount of offensive flexibility. And, you know, flexibility is unpredictability, and that's a good thing when it comes to offense. So I have high expectations for this team. There you go. Who and I, I think real quick, I think they have tremendous amount of upside. Um, you know, I, I just think we need to see that mesh, so we can't have them at number two yet without seeing them. Um, but, yeah, tons of – if Harden really buys in, uh, you know, I, I, I think the sky's the limit. So I think this is – and rightfully so because it kind of hinges on Harden – but this is the widest disparity we've had so far in rankings between Anthony and Sam two versus 10 for the Rockets. And it pretty much comes down to Harden there. Um, but yeah. So we head over to keep forgetting the order. Um, Anthony. Yeah. Anthony, you're number two. Yeah. I have the Nuggets at two. Uh, I think they have a lot of uh, offensive firepower with um, Jamal Murray and Jokic. I think Murray's one of the most explosive players in the league. I really think he'll be improved this year. You saw what he can do in the bubble. It really went off. And, yeah, Michael Porter Jr. is a young player who will improve in his second year. And, yeah, I think they'll be a really good team. All right. Max, you number two. Yeah. Um, I want the Clippers. I think that was kind of the safe choice. It was just kind of based off of how they played last year. And I feel like uh, CB3, he signed the extension. Not CB3. Um, Paul George. PG3, not PG3 anymore, but he signed the extension. Um, hopefully that'll give him some motivation to do a bit better this year. Hopefully he'll actually do something in the playoffs. Kawhi Leonard, obviously top player in the league, top player in the world. Can't really go too wrong with those two guys. And the rest of the team is pretty solid. I mean, they lost Doc Rivers, so a little bit of a punch of the coaching, but it's not terrible. All right. Um, John, you're number two. You know, I have nuggets. Yeah, I have the Nuggets here as well. Um, you know, we we saw uh, last year, even though they weren't uh, the second best team, you know, beat the Trash Clippers, who you know really suck. Um, you know, good overall performance by the Nuggets. You know, they have great pieces, a great head coach. Um, you know, Jamal Murray. I love his potential. I love uh, Michael Porter Jr.'s potential. He just needs to get a little better on the defensive end. You know, they lost a couple guys in Plumlee and um, Grant, but uh, I, I think they lost more than the gain, but I still think that they're continuing in an upward path due to their young core. And um, I just really like their overall team, their defense, uh, and I, I think they're just Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr., I think are the two favorites for most improved player this year. Uh, you know, and so 
I, I can just see them both taking huge steps, and I expect this team to be very good because their past history has been really consistent and good. Okay, Rob. Yeah, I also had the uh, the Nuggets. I don't think that's a very hot take. I thought they had a really phenomenal bubble run over the conference finals. I don't see why they can't come back and just be the same team again, even better, perhaps, especially Michael Jordan, Michael Porter, and uh, Jamal Murray on the rise too, and Bull Bull potentially at the end of the year. People talking about it. I don't see it, but he's still coming back for a full year, hopefully. All right, um, I teased this before, and I. I agree with Bijan. So are the Lakers at two? Um, and here's why. Here's why I think they got a little bit worse. Everybody's saying they got better. Um, so they lost Javale and Dwight. Each of them, you know, you know, they're kind of clowns. But at the end of the day, they're two athletic bodies. They proved to be very serviceable with the Lakers. And so you replace those two athletic bodies with one non-athletic body, Marcus All. Marcus All, however. You know, he will be a smart player, uh, LeBron. He brings, he brings a stretch big and passing, which none of those guys could have done. You also, you also completely shit on his defense, John. So don't be like, so don't he's say a that. Former all, all, uh, he won defensive player of the year, but okay, go on. But you also, you know, that's completely bullshit what you're saying because you he know, won that in 2014. You, yeah, you say yourself, he sucked at defense. So you're just bringing that up as an ir- irrelevant point. Okay. okay. I don't, he's not going to play a lot anyway. So also, um, also, you know, losing Rondo. Um, the, yeah, they they gained better, someone better. But okay, Schroeder to Eddie me. Schroeder is not better than Rondo. Yes, he is. So can I say? So to me, Schroeder is more skilled than Rondo. But Rondo, as I was saying, um, for the Lakers, why the Lakers um were were very su- successful in the playoffs is because Rondo gave them that edge that I always thought he'd give them. And when you look at the situation, I think Jared Dudley said this, or maybe Rondo or LeBron said this, um, knowing that the Lakers had both LeBron and Rondo, they knew that no team could beat them four out of seven times. One of those, one of the guys on the team said that. And I think that that's spot on. You know, those two get guys so in control, the pace, the gamesmanship, you know, they just... They're just Rondo, so- Rondo's the one who said that. All right, Austin here. I have a question. Since um, even some of the players said um, Rondo isn't the same player, obviously, in the regular season, he didn't play well, that well in the regular season. But finals Rondo is really the Rondo we're talking about, how he's that good. So if Rondo, if we're talking about a regular season, who's going to be better? And Rondo already does didn't play well in the regular season compared to a guy who, Dennis Schroeder, who averaged like like close to 20 points. I just don't understand how you can say they're like comparable when Rondo sucks in the regular season for them last year. Okay. So again, I, I think we agree that shooter is more skilled, but I'm saying that Rondo is so critical to their playoff identity and to how they're able to mind game the shit out of other opponents through the course of a series. We're not talking about the playoffs though. Okay. And this is why, Okay, because sneak peek, I had the Lakers winning the title, okay? I, I think it doesn't matter that they got slightly worse, in my opinion. But the reason why I have the Lakers as the two seed, not the one seed, is because of this. Short turnaround, LeBron's in the coast, I believe, to start off the season. All these new pieces coming together. Um, it's not going to mesh right away. It will. It's, they're going to be fine come playoff time. But right away, I think they're going to go on a three- or four-game losing streak within the first month of the season. All the NBA writers and experts, quote-unquote experts, are going to say, are the Lakers in trouble? How is LeBron going to be able to reinvent this version of the Lakers? It is not going to matter. You know, they're going to go through their early season hiccups, but they're going to be fine. I think 
I think they're gonna LeBron's gonna tell Polinka to uh, pick up a uh, like a wave big man later in the season. So they're gonna be fine up front towards the end of the season. Um, but because of the early coasting that I believe was gonna happen at LeBron, I think that the Lakers will be the two seed instead of the one seed. All right. All right. And one seed, uh, let's go around here, uh, Bijan. Yeah, I got the Clippers. Um, I actually have the Lakers making the finals, but I, I agree with a lot of what Austin said. I do think it's going to be – I do think the Clippers did get better. Um, I thought Harrell was a disappointment for them this year. Um, yeah, nine, yeah, sixth man of the year, big disappointment. Yeah, he didn't – he didn't – he didn't um, – he he didn't really perform in the playoffs. Um, he he never really showed up to the playoffs. I'm sorry, the entire team didn't perform. But you know, your best player in the world, zero points in the fourth quarter. But um, so if I'm allowed to speak, um, playoff P hitting the backboard. If I'm allowed to speak, I think I think this addition of Serge Ibaka makes him significantly better. Um, because he can he can spread he can shoot it. He's a better defender than Harrell. Obviously, he doesn't bring the same pick and roll game. But I think he's. He's a he's a better player than Harrell, uh, more experienced. You know, won a championship. Um, him and Kawhi obviously have that Toronto connection. Um, so I really I really do like the Clippers this year. Last year seemed toxic, and I think Harrell was a big part of it. And I don't have concern with him on the Lakers because I think hope they have a they have a better lock. I think the Lakers have better leadership. Um, so I'm not really concerned with him, but I feel like he was he was part of that bad locker room this year. Um, I think him, Pat Bev, maybe even Lou Will were part of it. And they're probably like pissed at Paul George, like rightfully so, but still. Doc, um, they were pissed at Kawhi. I mean, all right. Um, they're, I don't think they're pissed at Kawhi. He just. It was Kawhi and Paul George. That was the group. Because they can play whenever they want. And they uh, look. Yeah, no, it is. It, it wasn't, it wasn't good. Um, but um, yeah, I just have them as the, the, the first seed for me. doesn't mean they're the best team. Okay. Um, Sam, you're one seed. I won. I got the Lakers. I think, um, you know, they just have too much. You got LeBron and Anthony Davis. And if you have two of the top five players in the league, <laughs> you're definitely going to make the playoffs. And then with all, all their supporting play, like, I mean, they virtually lose nothing and they gain Gasol, Harrell, um, and Schroeder. I mean, sure. Rondo's a loss, but like John said, that's, that's more of a playoff thing than regular season. So regular season wise, I don't see a, 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 a scenario where this team is not number one in the conference. Okay. Um, Anthony. Oh, he's taking a sec. Max, you have the Lakers as your one seed then. Yeah, I do. Pretty obvious. I mean, the additions they had, they had guys go out, but they also had plenty of new additions. They had Trez, um, Dennis Schroeder, a few other guys come in. And they only lost. They lost Lloyd Howard, which was kind of a hit, but not that bad. Um, a, few more, a few other guys, but nothing too crazy. So I think they're going to possibly do a repeat, but I'm not sure about that. But I do think they're going to get the one seed. Anthony? Yeah. Uh, are the Lakers, so I think they saw the best player in the world. Um, Anthony Davis, he's obviously a great defender, great offense. And I just – I don't care like, who the other players are. I just think LeBron will – be able to get them together, make the other players around them better. And I think they'll end up with the one seed. All right. And John and Roe, you guys both have the Lakers here. Uh, yeah, I think AD is going to have a close to 28 this year. Um, I think a lot of people said last year how the Clippers' depth was so good. 
But this year, you know, the Lakers have like like eleven guys who are just straight out ballers. You know, they have Schroeder, Markeefer is returning, Kyle Kuzma, I think is gonna take a big step. You know, Horton Tucker is as LeBron tweeted, this man's gonna be a problem out of Iowa State, as Austin likes. Yep, yep, yep. Only twenty years old and he just looks really good. Still got Kuzma, still got Harold, still got Gasol. Gasol's a good piece to have. You know, I think A D is like the obviously he's the best big in the league. Um I expect him to win defensive player of the year this year. Uh, you know, Quinn Cook is decent, yeah. you know, good fill-in player. And then you, like I said, you got you still got KCP and Caruso. And, you know, this team is, you don't even have to re- rely on KCP or Caruso. They can put in Schroeder anytime, or they can put in Horton Tucker, put in Wesley Matthews. Last year, they were really relying on a few guys to have to be, be able to play pretty well. But this year, they have so many different options. And I think, like, they're... uh there's like no percent chance of failure, really. And I expect this team to win. Like, so what's sixty out of eighty-two games? Seventy-two games this season. Yeah, I know. So sixty divided by eighty-two, whatever that percentage is, I expect the same percentage in the seventy-two game season. Okay, Ro, you have the Lakers one. Like uh, same reason, just LeBron, Anthony Davis, on the verge of like hitting that like typical prime of a player, late twenties, mid late twenties. So. I don't really see any how they could not be the one seed unless they get injured like Anthony Davis. But. All right. And as I'm um, going to take a clippers, here's my one seed. Harden trade talks heating up for ESPN. So this could wildly change what we've done here so far. Um, but yeah, I agree with Bijan here. Clippers are my one seed. Um, Tyron Lewis, the new head coach. Doc Rivers is out. So I think that brings a new energy um, to the team. Um, now, the re-signings of Marcus Morris and Paul George, when I saw what how much money they were getting. Um, it was ridiculous. My eyes, you know, I'll quick story here before the latest Elaine Picard quest, you know, my second time doing this, I take a lap around the fourth floor to try to ease my mind because, you know, we get in class at one fifty-four. She makes us wait till two Oh five to start the quest right on time. So I have, we have all this time. So I walk around, I look at my phone, Paul George, five years, 228 point or 222 million. I'm like, oh my God, what a fucking mistake by the Los Angeles Clippers. That is terrible. They are going to regret they that. They kind of had to pay him because they traded so much for him. So they they had had him. Over it. But did they have to pay him that much? Oh, uh, real quick. Sixers have signaled a willingness to include all-star Ben Simmons in the trade package for Harden. Yeah. I yeah. never thought they would do anything like that. That's not a bad trade for them, though. I, I, I wouldn't do that. I mean, considering wait, when is Harden's contract done? Uh, two years. All right, so it's not terrible. Uh, if I'm I, the Rockets, I'm doing that immediately. Yeah, yeah. for the Rockets, yeah. For the Sixers, I, I'm, yeah. yeah. If I'm the Sixers, I'm not doing that. But if I wouldn't do that, if I was Sixers either, that would if that trade happens. That would um. I would think. I would yeah, have, I would trade Embiid, but I wouldn't trade Simmons. I would have the Rockets maybe winning the uh, winning uh, potentially being a top three seed, maybe winning the championship. Why? I think wow. they're. Yeah, that makes, that makes, how does Simmons work with Wall? That, that Cousins. Work. How does that work? What, what, what about, why can't Cousins? It would, work, it would work. Cousins isn't Cousins like a focal point. Their, their team becomes like they have one good scoring power to nothing. Ben Simmons isn't going to get his – like oh, John Wall without James Harden is going to average maybe like 16 points. No, nah, John Wall can average like 20. No, he can average 20, but he can't shoot. Then you have a backcourt that doesn't shoot. Unless yeah, you play, like how, that's not going to work at all. No, but then you got Eric Gordon. You, you Simmons is an. You're going to stack off Wall and Simmons. 
No, you you're you're not going to score in the paint at all. Like, no, nah, they'd be they'd be dirty. N- nope, they wouldn't be. It makes no sense. All right, I, I, I want the Sixers to keep Simmons this season. See what happens. Um, oh, um if I'm a, you're a Celtics fan, you want them to do that trade? For the Sixers, I'm doing that for Harden. I think I think that'll improve their team. But. I think they'll not. I don't. Yeah, I would hang on to Simmons if I was the Sixers. I wouldn't. You just. Uh, no, See, yeah. I'm doing whatever I can to try to do Embiid instead of Simmons if I'm the Sixers. It seems like Moore is just going to create the same thing that they were doing in Houston. Well, yeah, we'll see. it's going to work. He's already got, he's already got the shooters there for um, Simmons to operate with now. Um, so we'll see what happens. All right, quickly here, Western Conference Finals picks, and then we'll do run down our awards. Um, I'll just start off here. Um, I have the no, yeah, I had the Lakers, and I thought about it a lot. I wanted to put the Nuggets here. I wanted to put the Mavs here. But I'm going to bite my tongue, and I'm going to say the Lakers will be playing and beating the Los Angeles Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. I was going to say the, uh, the finals picks, too. Yep. We'll do finals right after Western Conference Finals. But, yeah, I think that, to Bijan's point, Abaka, Abaka back with Kawhi helps them um, in Ty Lue. So, yeah, Lakers-Clippers. Bijan? Yeah, um, my Eastern Conference Finals is uh, celtics net. Um, Celtics Bucks in my Western Conference Finals is uh, Clippers versus Lakers, and my finals is um, Lakers and and Bucks. All right, and uh, who do you have winning the finals? Oh, I have the Bucks. Austin, just say yours, by the way. Right, mine is Lakers over the Nets. And how many games? I didn't do games, just Lakers over the Nets. I don't know, but mm-hmm. probably seven. Anthony, you want to go? Oh yeah, um, I have the. In the East, I have the Bucks over the Celtics. West, I have uh, Lakers over Mavericks, and I think the Lakers will beat the Bucks. Rohit, yeah, I have the Bulls and the Bucks for Eastern Conference Finals. And the Warriors, Lakers for Western Conference Finals. I had the Warriors Bucks Finals. Got the Dubs on top. The Bulls that make the finals. No, Bulls make Eastern Conference Finals. Finals next year. Don't worry about it. We'll get we'll get them next year. Okay. This man says the Golden State Warriors winning the championship in the year. They have a championship mentality team. They've done. They've been there before. I don't have them in the playoffs, and Rowe has them. Yeah, I don't see how this is a hot take. I don't, this is like I don't think they lost Clay. I get that, but like Wiseman, are you kidding me? Oh, you say you? They've had players who have been there before. Wiseman has been in NBA Finals. No, no, I'm just saying that, like, really? No, I'm just saying, like, Wiggins. They didn't know Wiseman. Like, I know Clay is a major step back, but like, you also got Wiseman. I think. They're just nasty. It's a nasty team. What, they've what? They have two guys who've been there, been Draymond and Curry. Anyone else? Yeah, Rose talking like Wiseman's like already Anthony Davis or something. Well, no, their entire team hasn't been there besides what Curry and uh, Draymond, right? Oh, Steve Kerr. They've been there. Yeah, millions of times. Why? No, Wiseman's like yeah. No, he's he's legit. He's oh, Kevon Looney. I mean, he's no Pat Williams, but he's like you know he's Wiseman. It's okay. Kevon Looney. All right, Sam, your finals, your Western Conference finals and finals. I got the Lakers beating the Rockets. And then I got the Lakers beating the Heat in the finals in six games. Wow, history repeating itself. All right, Max. Uh I have the my bad. I have the Lakers beating the Nuggets. And then my finals I have the Lakers beating the Celtics. Hmm. And John. You know, I think there's a lot of question marks here. Um, if my predictions, if the Clippers do play the Jazz, I think that's an easy matchup for them. But yeah, if the Clippers don't get a good matchup, I think they're going to lose in the first or second round because they're 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 an overrated playoff team. 
But um, I, I think uh, it'll be Lakers and yeah, I'll just say the Clippers for now um, because, yeah, um, and I'll go with the Lakers. I think the Lakers will kill them and we'll finally get the matchup that we all want to see. And then, you know, I think the Bucks, Nets, that's the really close matchup. I think that's going to seven. Bucks will win. And then we'll see. I think uh, the Lakers and Bucks are going to be really close, but I'm going to think the Lakers will win at seven. Wait, so do, we, do any of us have the same finals pick exactly? I don't know. I'll have to listen back through it. But. I have Lakers, Bucks, but I have Bucks winning. I have Lakers, Bucks. I have Lakers winning. Oh, so you've same as so Anthony and John are the same. Uh, Max threw in a Celtics pick there. Rowe put in a Warriors pick. I was close to picking the Celtics. Um, I, I guarantee the Celtics will not make the finals. Yeah, I mean, I, there's a little chance. It's kind of just a bias of mine. It's a very good chance. Nope. It's a way worse chance from last year. I hate on the Celtics so much. Explain to me how it's a better chance than last year. They're a better team. They're all older, more mature. I can see it. They've uh, taken more lumps in the playoffs. They take uh, more lumps. They have a healthier Kemba Walker. Also, like learning year for them. All right. Well, uh, you, the Nets, you know, they're just going to be that team. You know, the Bucks for Drew Holiday. Imagine that defense. They're going to have Brooke Lopez, the all-NBA defense, Drew Holiday, all-NBA defense, and Giannis. Three guys. They'll have Lopez in the paint like usual, and then they'll just have the guys clamping up on the perimeter. So I think they're going to be a really scary team. And I think I have Smart, Jalen Brown, Robert Williams. Robert Williams might not even play. He's nah, he'll play. He averages so many, He's so, so good at blocking shots, so it's a pretty good defensive trio right there. Well, um, you know, Robert Williams is the third big man on the Celtics. So. All right, should we do awards? Yeah, good job there, Sam. Um, rookie of the year. Uh, for the Roy, I have a LaMelo Ball. I think I'll average like 15, like, I think I'll average 15, 7, and 7. Sam? I'm going with Denny Avita here. He looked really good in, uh, in, his pre, in his preseason opener, and I think he is – I can't believe he fell to nine. It's an absolute steal. I wish I was still a Wizards fan for it. But I got a Avita winning it, Obi Toppin as a runner-up, and then the dark horse, Pat Williams. Ambitious rookie of the year bout there by Sam. Um, we go over to Anthony. Uh, Patrick Williams won it. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I think we'll have a lot of opportunity to do a lot. The Bulls, I think he's a good player. He's getting overlooked just because like, he didn't start and that, all that. But I think he's a really good player. He'll have some opportunity to do well. Also, the rookie class isn't that strong. So, I think, I think he'll win it. Max. Uh, for my rookie of the year, I with the metal ball. Kind of the same thing with Bijan. I think he's going to average like – I don't think he's average that much. I don't think he's going to average uh, 15. I think he's going to do somewhere around 10 to 12, and he's going to look pretty good on the assists, maybe decent on the rebounds, tall, tall guard. Um, John, or Rowe? Yeah, so I'm going to have Pat Williams. Um, I think he has a great opportunity on the Bulls to be good. I've seen a little bit of, of him in the preseason, but I don't want to jump to any conclusions yet. A runner-up, I would probably do Wiseman. Um, I don't really have a dark horse right now. I really analyze the draft too much, but yeah. And John, um, you know, I I think Lamella Ball is going to win it. Um, because I think their team, I think your team has to be decent to win Rookie of the Year too. So I don't think Obi Toppin's going to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think Wiseman though, if the Warriors are good this year, which there, there's a chance they couldn't be good, I think Wiseman might get it. So my runner-up would be Wiseman, and uh, my dark horse, I'm going to have to go with uh, Killian Hayes, my guy. All right, I won't. 
you don't you didn't need a dark horse, but it's cool. Um, yeah, I have Lamelo as people have been saying. Um, he's a type of player who is flashy enough, um, you know, to get this award. And your team doesn't need to be great for you to win it. You just need to be respectable. I think he'll put up like twelve nine and eight, um, but he'll make enough flashy passes and such. Um, so yeah, all right. Coach of the year. Yeah. So the coy, as we say. Yep. Um, so my coy is uh, Brad Stevens. Um, yeah. I think if we're if we're like the second seed, um, and and I don't think I don't think Budenholzer Holder gets it again. Uh, I don't know he didn't get it last year, but I feel like if you're constantly like one seed, like winning a lot of games, like you won't get it like many times. So I think Brad Stevens. Um, if my Celtics prediction holds up. He'll, he'll definitely, he hasn't won it yet. He's been probably top five multiple times in his career. Um, I think he gets it this year. Sam? Um, so for coach of the year, I like Budenholzer. I think if the Bucks come out and they play a good season, um, I think he'll get it. Uh, runner up, I have Frank Vogel for the same reason. And then my dark horse really is based off of my, my, my uh, standing predictions, but it's Steven Silas. I think if he, if the Rockets do finish the season as a second seed in the West and him being a first year coach, I think he'll get a nod. All right. Um, Anthony. Yeah. I'm uh, Rick Carlisle with the Mavs. Mm. So I think uh, Luca will play well, they'll end up with a high seed and then they'll look good on him. So. All right. Max. Uh, I went back and forth between Rick Carlisle and Brad Stevens. And I decided, I think the Celtics have a bigger chance of Brad Stevens leading them if he can make it to the finals this year. He's been, in, like Bijan said, he's been in the top five multiple times in his career. I think he's been snubbed a lot in the, maybe the past few years, but like earlier on in his career, I thought he probably got snubbed a little bit. Um, so I'm thinking it's going to be Brad Stevens this year. All right, Ro? I'm going to have Eric Spolstra from the Heat. Mm-hmm. I think, I think the, the Heat, you know, I feel like Coach of the Year just depends on team success a lot. So I feel like if the Heat are like a three C, I feel like Eric Spoelstra should get it. And then my runner up, I have Steve Nash, just in case. Like I feel like the, if the Nets surprisingly do really good and like a top two seed, even though I didn't have them as top two, if they are a top two seed, I feel like Steve Nash again. Then talking about Coach of the Year, I get it. All right, and John. Um, I I expect the Nets to be in top two, but I I feel like if the Celtics somehow uh, get in the top two without Kemba Walker for the start of the season. I think Brad will definitely get it. But, uh, you know, I think it's tough. I think for, uh, oh, there's a lot of te- – honestly, I'm going to give it to Mike Malone because I think he's going to be a two-seed close to the one-seed. Uh, and my uh, – so, yeah, Mike Malone uh, will, like I said, explain to Brad Stevens. And my dark horse would be Lloyd Pierce. All right. Um, my, my guy has not been picked. Pat built that. Um, so, my initial thought was Tyron Lue, if he can change that, that Clippers culture around. But – as long as this team makes the playoffs, I like a man by the name of Monty Williams to win the Koi this season. You know, I think CP3 and Book are going to mesh well. Bridges is going to develop more. Uh, campaign, Cam Johnson are going to develop here. And so, you know, as long as the Suns make the playoffs, which I have them doing it, um, it's going to be a feel-good story. I think they're going to – Monty Williams is going to be up there. All right. Most improved player. Dijon. Yeah, my uh, most improved player is uh, this is what the foreshadowing came down to. It's uh, Christian Wood. 
I think he's going to be the most improved player in the league this year. I was going back and forth between um, him and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Um, I don't know. I just feel like with Shea's such improvement last year, not winning it this year, I don't know like how much more of a leap he takes, um, which no, he'll definitely be better, but like that insane leap from rookie to sophomore for him. Um, so yeah, I could definitely see Christian Wood getting it. So he's my, he's my favorite. All right. Um, let's go back. Sam. Um, let's see. Most improved. I like Michael Porter Jr. On the nuggets. I think, like I said earlier, I think he's going to have a big year. And then my runner up would be Rui Hachimura. I think he's going to get a lot of usage. Um, and I think he had a quiet, good year last year. And then my dark horse, I know I didn't have to, but Seku, um, Doom, hey, Dumbia. Dumbia. <laughs> on the uh, Pistons, I'm also mentioned earlier, and I think he is poised for a big year. Anthony? I have Jamal Murray, because I think uh, he'll improve. He had like a good uh, bubble, which can help, but like, I think he'll do a lot better than he did last year. He still, he still was good last year, but like I think he'll do a lot better. I a lot of lot of Nuggets love here. Um, Max, um, I think Michael Porter Jr. for my uh, most improved player. I think he's gonna have a good year. Uh, I'd also running up with Zion, and then I also the dark horse, which I think might be Laurie Markkinen, but mm. I'm not sure about that one. But I think that's a real possibility. Yeah, he's like fifth in odds. Mm-hmm. All right, Ro. Um, I had Kobe White, most improved player. I just feel like he has the opportunity to take uh, more of an initiative on offense, on the Bulls offense. So, my thoughts. <laughs> hey, John. <laughs> um, you know, it's definitely a t- tough decision here. Um, you know, many great um, – great candidates um but yeah so since michael porter only averaged nine points last year i'm gonna put him at, at it because i see him averaging like around 16 so i i my runner-up would be jamal murray also i think he has a ton of potential um I don't know, who should be my dark horse here you don't need a dark horse for this one all right i, don't remember, I need to think of one uh, mm. okay who, who do i think is just like wait i need to think of someone bad like um Who's bad but has potential? I'm gonna Taylor Horton Tucker. All right, um, respectable Iowa State guy. Love the love the pick there. Um, easy pick here was um, Michael Porter Jr. But I decided to go against that and agree with Bijan here. Christian Wood, um, gonna be the spotlight more going from D- Detroit, a wasteland to the Rockets. If the Rockets are as good as we, except for Anthony, think that they're gonna be, and more fun as we think they're gonna be. Christian was going to get more limelight, um, be recognized more. And if he can be the big man, that sort of revival, be like, whoa, the Rockets have a big man now. That's me, Christian Wood. Um, so I think, um, I know he averaged, he had pretty good stats last year. So it'd be tough. He had 13 and six last year with the, with Detroit. Um, but I think he could be a bigger role here for the Rockets and more meaningful role. All right. Uh, the depoy defensive player of the year, Bijan. Yeah. Um, my defensive player of the year is uh, Bam Adebayo. Um, I really think that he's just a, you know, that block that he had on Tatum. You know, I, I just really think he's a tremendous defensive player. And I think right, I think right now he's like, his hype is at like all time high. Like everyone like knows he's became, he's become like a household name in terms of NBA. Um, and, you know, I think he's, he's really, he's really trending up. Um, I think he's really going to 
I think he has, definitely has a chance to win the award this year. All right, uh, Sam. Um, I got Marcus Smart. You know, he's he's known as one of the best perimeter defenders in the league, and slowly and slowly over time, he's been getting more and more rec- recognition. And I think um, it, it's on that trend for him to get this award at some point. For the runner-up, I got Anthony Davis, who I think got snubbed last year. And then dark horse for this is LeBron. All right. Um, Anthony. I have Anthony Davis here. Uh, yeah, I think he'll be good in the Lakers. I think he'll finally win it. All right. Max. Um, I wanted to do Anthony Davis for this, but I decided to go with Marcus Smart because I feel like he's gone every year. He gets that recognition that he's always been improving. But it seems like every year someone else just kind of outbattles him for that position. But based on how he played last year in the bubble, I hope he improves more. And that isn't considered into like how much he improved this year. I hope that that will help like how he played in the bubble will be factored into this year's most improved player. If that makes sense. Okay, Ro. Yeah, for me it was Bam. I figure you know. If you can just get some more block on Tatum this year, it's really I feel like the block on Tatum from last year should like carry over to his like to like his accolades, his resume for defensive player of the year for this year. You know, I think I feel like he's a big part of the, his defense, and along with Chibo's defense, is a big part of the Heat's success. So I feel like if the Heat are a successful team in general, you know, that carries over for awards like Eric Spolstra winning Coach of the Year and Bam by winning Defensive Player of the Year. Is that? Is your, defense, is your defense on Berseris a big part of your relationship? <laughs> Bijan, read, read the private chat that you just sent me two minutes ago. <laughs> All right, John, um, fuck you, but give out your Anthony Davis pick. Um, yeah, so um, I'm going to pick uh, Anthony Davis here. Why do you have those on your computer? <laughs> those are burning, bro. What the fuck is that? I'm going to pick Anthony Davis. Have, How many do you have, Sean? Um, you know, he's the best defender, or second best defender besides LeBron in the league. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think he has a lot of potential. I think he'll easily be in the top three, no matter really what, unless if he gets hurt. Um, my runner-up, uh, I don't know who my, I would say my runner-up is going to be, uh, Giannis again. And then my uh, dark horse is going to be LeBron because he's the best defender in the league. Thanks. All right. Uh, yeah, I agree with several members of the group here. Anthony Davis is my pick. Um, he'll take a step up. He'll be more focused and they're going to need for him to be more focused. If my, uh, prediction of the Lakers early season struggles, um, happen, um, He'll be the anchor for that. And, you know, there won't be a JaVale to get as many blocks, so you could get some of those stats. Um, all right. John, uh, it's it's concerning. It's it's concerning how – I don't want – or whatever. Bijan, your MVP. Yeah, my MVP is uh, Dame Lillard because um, I think the success the teams have – I think the success the team has, I think the team has good support around him, but I really do think that he's so good of a player he'll be able to carry them to a great record. Um, you know, Logo Lillard looked like in full effect in that preseason game. I watched a little bit against the, the Kings. You know, it looked really good. And Gabe Carmelo's really good. I think good. it's this year from half court if he's wide open. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's really he's a really effective point shooter. And, you know, I think, um, yeah, I could definitely see him when it's taken home. MVP. Um, Sam? Um, for me, I got the MVP being LeBron. You know, LeBron has been playing at MVP level now for – 
pretty much his whole career. And I think he's due for an award. I think last year he probably deserved it. So I could see this year being sort of a makeup award um, just because he won the title. Runner-up, I have Luca, And then my dark horse is, um, is John Wall. You know, I think there is, there is a scenario in which, and it sounds like trade talks are speeding up. So I feel like there's a scenario in which John Wall, or Harding rather, gets traded um, for, not for a star, but for some role players or for picks or something. And I think Wall is in a situation in Houston where there's so many shooters that he is really just going to be in the offense that most fits him or that fits him like the best way possible. So I could see him having really good stats this year. Okay. Um, yep. Um, Anthony. Uh, Luka Doncic winning MVP. I think he'll put up good stats and I think his team will be good. That's all you, all you need really. And uh, for Dark Horse, I have John Morant because I think he can put up good stats and he's a pretty explosive player. He's electric. So that's my Dark Horse. All right, Bijan, let you go back to you quickly for your Dark Horse. Oh, have you not gone? Or why haven't you gone? Because um, – All right, we're not – all right, yeah, all right, cool. Um, yeah, so um, so my Dark Horse MVP is at Pascal Siakam. Um, because oh my god, see, like every take that's <laughs> wrong, he like like doubles down on it for some reason. Um, so you know, I I saw the I I, I realized something. So he was look at look at look at two of Kawhi's um uh like Robins in the playoffs. So you have Pascal Siakam and Paul George, both had bad playoffs. All right, Pascal Siakam, you know, in a post game interview. Like, oh, like, you know, like, you know, I really need to get in the lab. I need to do better. Um, I need to, you know, and, you know, I need to just... Imitating his accent on top of he wasn't even the main player. He was such I, a I, I need to, I need, he's like, oh, I need to, like, improve, you know. Um, and then look at Paul George, like, oh, yeah, uh, Doc was using me as, like, a pin down. Like, just making excuses. And, like, he's like, yeah, I can play like Ray Allen, but that's not like game. Well, like, I mean you couldn't even play the ground because you were missing every shot. Um, so I just look at that mentality Siakam brings and I'm just like impressed with him, him taking responsibility for his terrible play against the Celtics and really all bubble. Um, and I re- could really come back seeing him. Uh, I could really see him as potential, especially if the Raptor- Raptors are um, like surprise us and are, have a good record. He could definitely be the MVP. So because of his post game interviews. No, that's not why. Nope. That's what you just said. Oh, that, that's what you just said, yeah. That's not what I said. You said because he took responsibility. You no basketball skill, and you said because if he takes accountability in his post-game interviews. That's yeah, I said I could see him. I, I saw him average. Your opinions off, like how you like players. Oh, so wait, I, what I saw is me being right about how he, he – uh, <laughs> how he do, would do nothing in the playoffs and I was completely right about that and how he depended on other guys getting him wide open for open threes in the playoffs yeah I could, but I could think he's like, a 610 guy with no skill and can thing, no, he actually has a lot of skill he averaged 27 like the first two months of season so I, I wouldn't say <laughs> I mean, he has no know. skill I doubt that's um, true. what I said I doubt that's true um yeah okay I mean He's very skilled, obviously. He's average. He was an all-star starter. I mean, I don't yeah, he, he looked really good in the playoffs. I, well, I said he matters most. Looks really I, good. What? So he looked really good in the playoffs when it mattered most. He did. He was good in the playoffs. I could see him. It's a dark horse MVP. Like I'm taking yeah, no, a risk. 
It's a dark horse. What else? What else? Like what? I don't like. Who am I supposed to pick? I, he's a dark horse MVP. Well, John Wall pick. would be better than him. You you can't say you can't judge one dark horse over another. Choosing my dark horse MVP. Also, can we clip John saying what I see was me being right, and then clip that versus um per my sources, I see Kawhi to the Lakers happening. I just think we should do that. All right, Max, your MVP paired along with your dark horse. Uh, for MVP, I had Damian Lillard. I feel like obvious reasons if he can pull his team with like decent guys, decent players to like a higher top five seed. I think he deserved that and deeper into the playoffs as well. He deserved that. Uh, he's been playing great the past few years and he's kind of been in the talks for this uh, role, this award for the past few years. And I think this would be a good year if he kind of excels uh, to win that award. And my uh, dark horse is Devin Booker. So I think, it would be a little bit difficult considering to give him a, a uh, MVP if he has Chris Paul and the team is better because of Chris Paul. Um, but I think if he can outperform himself, um, of course, Chris Paul might be a reason why, but I think his upward trajectory of how he's been playing the past few years would kind of give him reason why to win that award. All right, Rao. Yeah. So for me, I kind of like Luka Doncic. As my MVP, I feel like it was pretty common. But for my dark horse, I had Laurie Markkinen. You know, that was a very controversial thing. <laughs> you couldn't have chosen Zach Levine. <laughs> like, all the Bulls players. Didn't you choose Zach Levine for your normal MVP last year? Yeah, but it didn't, you know, it didn't turn out like that. But I think just like Laurie Markkinen, he's ready, he's ready to take the next step of his career. Like next, next step to MVP. Yeah, you know, I feel like he's gonna have one of those like just breakout years. I feel like the book, the, if the Bulls get like the sixty, which I should, I feel like Laurie could be like a front running leader behind like Kobe White. I don't really see Zach Levine. So I feel like we're gonna trade him like half of this. If he's, be, if he's behind Kobe White, then how would he be? No, no, no like, <laughs> behind him. I feel like Laurie because Laurie, he's already you know established himself as a solid big man, but I feel like he just take the next step. It's a dark horse, right? It's the third best player in an 11 seed is going to be your dark horse. All right. John, your MVP and your dark horse. Um, oh, here, wait. Doggy, turn camera on. I can't see you. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Uh, my MVP is going to be uh, LeBron because I think no one else is really going to show out, and I think they're just going to give it to him because he's LeBron. Um, you know, my second straight guy, I, I think my runner-up is going to be Luka. I agree with Anthony. I think he has a lot of potential there. Um, you know, I would say this is a dark horse, but I, I'm not going to actually, I'm not going to include this guy. But I think this year, Anthony Davis will surpass LeBron. And um, I think Anthony Davis is going to be like a top three player in the league. Um, so I, I think AD is going to put up better stats than LeBron's does this year. Uh, he did last year. He led LeBron in every single stat besides assists. Um, cool. so, so what are you picking for MVP and what do you pick for dark horse? Well, I didn't pick my dark horse. I, I say LeBron will be the MVP. I'm just saying AD will be better. Okay. Le- even though AD's better, LeBron's still going to get over him. Um, oh, yeah, let me think of it. I'm never going to pick my dark horse. No, I, I don't have mine on my top of my head. Uh, you think you weren't prepared. Uh, here, fine, here, Austin, you can go. And I'll sub in. All right, my MVP is Anthony Davis. Um, so he's my depoy and my MVP. Um, my I wanted to pick Luca, but I had no the Mavs is a five seed. Um, obviously if they get to the three seed, like Anthony thinks, which is definitely possible. He should be the MVP. Um, they're not going to give it to Giannis. I don't think because of, uh, Giannis fatigue, you know, third straight time, probably unlikely, 
The Warriors, I don't think, are going to win enough games for Curry to win it. Um, and then LeBron, um, again, I think he's going to coast a little bit to start of the season. And especially in a truncated season to begin with, you can't have an MVP who's going to coast like the first 20% of a season. Um, and so, therefore, Davis, I mean, the driving factor of that team on uh, the regular season, turn it around, um, the anchor, the whole thing. So I think, and LeBron's going to probably push for him. So Davis will be my pick. And then my dark horse at plus 10,000 odds, a guy who I personally have not been a fan of in the past, but as I've mentioned um, sometimes on this preview show, I think he and his team have a chance to be really good this season. Um, and that man's name is Ben Simmons. Opening things up for the Sixers, shooters, um, no Horford, um, better energy, new coach, no Brett Brown, um, Ben Simmons, plus 10,000. My dark. So not Joel Hans Embiid? Nope, not Embiid. Right here, my dark horse will be Embiid. Actually, it might be EJ. Actually, Embiid. Or no, Ernie Ooh. Johnson. Ernie Johnson, EJ. Wow, wow, wow. You really, yeah. Great, great quick spins on there, John. Damn. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you're serious or not. And B's actually in the cannot be dark horse uh, list. So, oh yeah, John. Uh, his odds are plus five thousand. So that's, that's according to Austin's rules. What's Austin's rules? Top uh, his top tw- the top twelve guys can't be. Oh, top twelve in the league. Yeah, so I actually think Max. Is, the, I think both are actually in the top twelve. No, he's not. It's like Tatum and B, the last two. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's right. It was Tatum and B in both. Who is Anthony's dark horse? John Morant. Oh, um, okay. So, well, okay. And B's not top 12 in odds, but. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. not Austin did it based on odds, so. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, top 12. My, is... my website, he's not in top 12. I looked at two websites. I cross-referenced them. Did you look at bigboy.ag? No. No, because I don't have some private weird sketch account. Like what? Yeah. It's on it's on the sheet that he has. Shut up! I'm in a fucking show. These one moments on Zoom call that have been great. All right, so since it's since it's top twelve, uh, I'll put Tatum. He's top twelve. Tatum is the top, is in the top twelve. Oh right, it's for odds. Oh my god. You're such an idiot, John. Hey Austin, I did better than you every single year we had the same math, cocksucker. Stop bringing up that argument. <laughs> you just function. You just like functionally an idiot. Okay, that's why I'm smarter than you. <laughs> functionally an idiot. <laughs> you did not just say that. <laughs> There's no way you said that. We'll uh, tell tell me if I say thanks for breakfast. The pancakes were good. <laughs> good. Thank you. Well, did you call my name? What? <laughs> you Did you say Slinky? You just look like you're having fun. I don't know, what are you doing? Slinky. What? You're <laughs> just smiling. Like, you think you're having fun. Yeah. John's smiling right now. There you go. Yeah, John's been smiling for the last half an hour. God damn it. Dr. Murphy? I John needs to find his dark horse, then we're done. Oh, uh, Austin, awesome. this is a four hour show. Yeah, well, four hours might be broken up into two parts here. Dark horse. Uh, all right, so give me, give me a east or west. Holy Break God. it up into three, Austin. Yeah, yeah I got like six time. hours editing this. <laughs> is, is, is Donovan Mitchell in the top twelve? No, he you can he can be yours. All right, yeah, that's my dark horse. Oh, yeah. that's gonna be a brutal Saturday morning. Right, let's, let's save Austin some agony. All right, quick, 
uh, college basketball update because it's it's uh, no, on. We don't care. Still don't no, care. No, no, no I'm out. I'm I don't care. It's four hours, Austin. I don't need a college basketball update. Yeah, we don't care about the undefeated teams. Nope. <laughs> Keontae Johnson, thoughts and prayers. He's getting better. Hope he's. Hope Deontay Johnson? Keontae Johnson with a K. Oh, the dude at my school, Florida, yeah. the guy who collapsed? Yeah. That's uh, my school, by the way. He's in stable condition, apparently. I don't know. Anthony, there's 49 legit- legitimate undefeated teams. Here. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, so. For Rogi D'Souza, Max Topol, Bijan Tarifi, Sam Cox, and Anthony Shikaloni, John Boyle, I'm Austin Barrick. This is this is either going to be like a four-hour podcast or two two-hour podcasts or some shit. Now nah, break it, break it up, break it up into three. But it's Eastern Conference and then Western Conference. It makes perfect sense. No, 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 no. East West Awards. Awards are like the final like 15 minutes. Yeah, it's fine. Break it up into three. No, I don't. Just leave it. Break it up Austin, into three. Austin, Austin calls out. All right. I'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. Thank you for listening to the third annual NBA preview show. Um, hopefully, we'll actually get this graphic out of all our predictions too on the Instagram, so you can see that there as well. So yeah, thank you for listening to Clean the Boards. And here's where I would say, here's Mr. John Denver. But- Austin, wait, wait. Can I send him oh, off? Like, can I send him off like Mr. Kranz? Um, Bro, say it real quick. Good luck. Oh. oh yeah, good luck. Have fun on your homework or whatever. He's always like, he's always like, good luck. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the program.